Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Stream Deck. I, for some reason, forgot to hit the record button when we started, so you missed a little introduction to Al Oof and Dude's a Dude, but we have an amazing show for you guys today. We have a lot to get into, and the conversation went pretty long. Uh, it was very entertaining, though. A lot of insight into momentum, into all the content creator journey that all these guys have had so far. And a lot of awesome insight and banter. So hope you guys enjoy the conversation. As always, make sure you guys are hitting the subscribe button and following, catching up on all the episodes. We got a lot of fun stuff planned for you guys. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. I'm ex I'm excited to get at it again. Absolutely, it is good to be back, bro. To it the, is. It is. Yeah, it is. To the bottom left, my dude, Mister Dudes, a dude. If you guys don't Yo. know my dude, how we What's doing, What's up, brother? everybody? Fantastic. I'm excited to jump on here and uh, get a chance to talk with the boys. It's been a while, so I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to kind of catch up, talk I about know, what's bro. new, and uh, see what's up with everybody. I know. It's been a while, bro. And uh, a crazy story. Uh, you working with Momentum, and like, I remember when we were in Vegas having those conversations with you about, like, you know, you just got to go all in if, if you have that uh opportunity and lo and behold a few weeks later and now it's your life's changed it's so crazy to see you bro so i'm it, excited uh, to talk about all that for sure yeah it was a, it was a wild ride and i think uh each of you guys kind of had a small part of that too you know so i'm, I'm excited to, to jump on this and uh, and talk about it and kind of just catch up with everybody here hell yeah and last but not least is my favorite Australian, Mr. Major Mangoes, the one and only. Just, I mean, what can you say about the guy? I mean, he's just incredible. It's good to be, it's, uh-oh, you mean it? <laughs> yeah, he was. No, he good. had to fight a kangaroo just to get here. <laughs> yeah, How are we doing, bro? I did, I beat the shit out of it. I'm doing good, man. It, 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 this feels great. Like, when I, I'm looking at, they can't see this, but I'm looking at the Discord, I see ants. I see new guy. We'll call him new guy. New guy, <laughs> and then the rest of the usual suspects. This is like it, it's been it's been too long in between drinks. This is great. I'm excited to be here and hang out with you guys and cover a bunch of different topics and hang out and just have fun. You know, yeah, always you, a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure, my dude. Always, I always feel better every time I talk to you, bro. And it's uh, it's good to have the boys back. But as you guys know, um. I try and get new guests on every single show, uh, get to know as many people as possible. And for our new guests, I just uh, I have a few questions for them. So we'll start with Mr. Aloof. Um, and funny story, um, you actually I was I messaged in your Twitch chat that um, I, I had done some digging and and you said, oh, you probably saw you probably saw the baseball stuff. I actually didn't see any of that, so I went and dug a little bit more. Oh, no. All right, all right. <laughs> and um, it seems like, you know, you seem like a pretty good pitcher in high school, man. Your senior year was really good, and then, I mean, it just seems like you were a pitcher only. You went and played ball, and um, how was all that, man? And uh, um, Sorry, uh, I had fumble in the bag right now. Basically, what I wanted to ask you, bro, is uh what was kind of your high school experience like it seemed like you like uh like got really good in, like your senior year you were like i don't know just from looking at the numbers and um 
you know, how was, uh, how was high school life being a stud on the mound? Yeah. So, um, I went to a really small school, so, uh, we didn't, it was like a double a school. I mean, I graduated with 95 kids my senior year. Uh, but I was good for the area, but I actually had zero offers for college coming out of high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I was a strike thrower. I did not throw hard at all. Um, but then had a really cool opportunity when an entire team left the junior college that I ended up going to. Mm -hmm. uh, the coach got fired. Every single player left with the coach. Oh, um, and they brought in a new guy who was forced to put a team together in like a month. So he was coming from Minnesota to Pennsylvania, and he recruited only local guys that didn't commit to school. So I ended wow. up that that's how I got my college baseball opportunity. Um, that's crazy. So I went yeah. So I went Juco for two years, um, mm -hmm. actually went as a catcher, uh, and oh, really? I, I, I could not hit, I mean, that's what I was worried about. If you see my, my freshman year batting average, it might be Oh, 93. So I could, I did not hit well. Hey, I was uh, a became, slap hitter too, bro. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but I became a PO, uh, got a division one opportunity, uh, before I ended up tearing my hamstring in my first semester there. So. And so, yeah, yeah. And then you, you like, is that where you got your degree too? Cause I know you graduated too with like yeah, a so, degree in agriculture or something like that. Yeah. So I kind of always <laughs> knew that school Makes was sense. my, uh, school was my calling. I knew I wasn't right. going to make it big time, but I was just kind of letting scholarships take me through school. Uh, yeah, so once I smart. tore, once I tore my hamstring and stopped playing, I was like, well, I'm going to stay here, finish out my degree. Didn't want to risk losing credits or anything. I got my bachelor's in biology, but then I uh, I went to grad school for plant pathology where I studied plant diseases. Uh, so that's that's where the whole the plant thing came into play. But <laughs> hell yeah. And um, it looks like um, you also were like streaming during that time, too. Like I was looking back, you have like this channel where you post all your uh, like images and stuff. I saw like back. MLB the show 17 Madden or were you like a Madden streamer at some point and kind of when did you um when did you first yeah. start streaming and and see I mean I, I'm sure it was tough in college and all that and baseball and all that and I mean I imagine especially in grad school how did you yeah. kind of balance all that and kind of get where you are today so during college I didn't actually stream um I was in an MLB 17 online franchise before mm. they kind of got rid of it. And oh, yeah. we had a, we had a rule where you had to broadcast your games. So that's when my okay. Twitch account got created, yep. but I didn't throw my first like uh, Twitch stream on like webcam, all that stuff until last MLB. So I started in MLB 21 during grad school and oh man, it was, it was tough. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, imagine, dude. I streamed almost every day for my first like five or six months. And then I had to write my thesis and it was like eat, sleep and breathe writing this paper. Mm -hmm. So I actually kind of stopped streaming, posting TikToks for two to three months. And it's crazy seeing like how things change from streaming a lot and then like the fall off mm -hmm. and then trying to, trying to build back up. But uh, yeah, so I, Streaming could be done during grad school, but it, it gets to a point where you definitely need to focus if you want to get out of there. I could vouch with that. I could yeah. vouch with that for sure. Yeah. I, how I did I not know, well I not know any of this? Like, <laughs> I knew none of this about you. I, did, I didn't even know that you could fucking, you know, 
throw a ball like period that's so crazy that, dude. i had no idea you even played that's wild I, I mean in hindsight this is this is my first like real conversation with a lot of you guys mm-hmm. because i mean yeah. i mean all of us have our own lives all of us are crazy busy i mean mangoes you streamed 200 hours last month when when are we gonna talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but exactly. uh but that's why i was really excited for this because i mean everyone gets to kind of see a different side of each other you know what i mean yeah, unreal. That's I mean, that's the point of this thing. Absolutely. So For it's sure. good to have these conversations, bro. And it, it really is. But um I have I have some other questions. We could possibly go to them later, but I did some textbook journalistic work, okay? And I don't even know if this is legit or not, but were you or were you not homecoming king? Oh my god, you went way back to high school. Stop it. <laughs> you were the yeah. homecoming they, king? They tried to surprise us here. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, that go. was in 20... When did I graduate high school? 2015? 2015, I graduated high school. Yes, I was the homecoming king. And I had no facial hair. What was you going to say? With or without the mustache? That's <laughs> no mustache. Question. No mustache. Mustache started last year as well. Do you have oh any good god. stories from that night? Homecoming king? No, 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 no. I was, uh... I was your stereotypical, like, I was a good athlete, but I was like a goody, I was a goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. I was, I was afraid to get in trouble in high school. Uh, I didn't, I didn't become more in tune with myself and like being, being myself until I was in college. Uh, High school, I was really, really shy, really laid back. Kind of like if someone says something to me, I'll answer, but not really Mm -hmm. outspoken. You found yourself. In college, yeah, didn't you? Absolutely. You really came yeah. into your own. That we yeah. trying to now say? you stream subathons on Twitch in vomiting in the bathroom for having too much to drink in a banana suit <laughs> with a mustache. Don't forget the mustache. With a mustache. Hey, if, things mustache. Real, mustache. If, if things get real crazy, I have a banana suit in the closet over there. So I found out you could peel it. Okay, so I spent forty hours in this thing, or what, thirty-five hours in this thing, with the point, with the tip of the banana peel standing up. It was the most uncomfortable thing ever. You can peel it and. I mean, I don't know if this is a family-friendly thing, but it looks like a little sperm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but oh, that's hilarious. That's commitment. Oh, too, you though. stayed in that banana suit the whole stream. That's holy. Well, I mean, if I don't know if you guys are going to ask about it later, uh, the too long didn't read is I threw up on it, so I had it off for a few hours to go wash it. But then, yeah, I had to I had to stick with it and put it back on. But oh, that's a crazy commitment. That is commitment. Hats off, yeah. dude. How many shots did you end up having that stream? OK, um, so. Oh, man. How so do you I stay don't up know, and drink? I didn't. OK, my last my first ever subathon was opening weekend of this game. I averaged about 10 viewers. Um, so going from about around 10 then to whatever I had now. I didn't really know what to expect. My, I was so dumb. I said, every time I get a raid, I'm going to shotgun a drink. Uh, I, got, I got 10 raids in 24 hours. Or no, I got 10 raids in 7 hours. So I shotgunned 10, 10 seltzers. I was... <laughs> I didn't even know who I was. I, I To this day, I can't go watch the VOD. Like, I'm scared to see what I was acting like. <laughs> I, I still remember I was just like, late night degenerate scam, yeah. doing things, and I popped into a stream. I was like, this dude's vibing right now. I love it. <laughs> I'm so upset I never saw that. I got, I, actually, him. I, I got him with one of those raids, too, and he yeah. was already fucking fucked. I had, I had to like, I had to cancel the shotguns. I, I owe three at some point in my life, but I don't even want... I, to be honest, don't want to look at alcohol right now. 
That's like, fair. That's fair. That's yeah. impressive that you stayed up through that. I, uh, I did I sleep for four hours. I slept for four hours. But you streamed it. Like, didn't yeah, you film it? You... Weren't you like in the fatal position on your bed? Yeah. So, okay. So I went in the bathroom and I was off. It's cheating if you're off camera during a subathon, but I, I, think I, was, so true. I was throwing up. You can't, you can't do that. That's against TOS. You get a pass yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in the bathroom four hours and then I did watch, I did look at the VOD a little bit just to see what actually happened because I didn't really remember. It's like 4 a.m. my time. You just see me walk by the camera, lay on my bed, literally in the fetal position, banana suit on, and I just knocked out for four hours on stream. Yeah, it was. And That's then I, content I, creation right there. <laughs> no, Dude, it was. So it was epic. crazy. That's the so weird. Epic. The weird part about that though is uh, you wake up and you're like, "What is going on?" And you look, your camera's on, streams on, and then it's like, "Oh my god, guys, he's awake!" Like there's people there looking at you <laughs> sleeping, and you're just like, "All right, timer's at 16 hours. Let's rock." Dude, that happened to me one time. I passed out on stream. Like when I first started my Twitch channel, I was like, do, did like a crazy like marathon stream. And I kind of like leant back onto my bed and it just felt like a freaking the world's greatest cloud. I passed out. And for like seven hours, dude, more, I got more viewers while I was sleeping than when I was actually active because people are like, this motherfucker's passed out. And everyone's like chatting and stuff. And I'm like all fetaled up. The missus comes in and she's like, looking at everything that's still on. She puts like a cloth over the camera. <laughs> Oh my god, man! Yeah, that's hilarious. It was a it was a movie to say the least. That's for sure. But that that's the point of it. That uh, sounds to have pretty a good successful. Time, so. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Yep, I love that. Well, for um, sure. you know, we got We got to do this. We got to move on to my dude, dude's a dude who's had such an amazing year, bro. And um, dude, you were like showing me some of the momentum stuff that you were doing on stream the other day, and yep. Bro, like, it's just, it's crazy what you're doing. So what I really want to know is how did you get that? Who was your, like, first contact? And when did you know that, like, this was about to be your reality? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you know, thanks for having me on this. I appreciate everybody. And to yeah, kind of give you guys course, a, yeah. a, a sneak peek of, like, kind of how this all developed was that, um, I mean, I, I've been, I've been, a baseball coach for a long time. I was a coach for about five years as a baseball mm -hmm. instructor. While I was doing that, um, I was like slowly but surely building out the baseball academies, like social media platforms. So, and like, it wasn't, it wasn't huge, but I was doing some baseball related content. Um, but then I started to want to stream because I noticed all these kids weren't watching like baseball streamers. But then I started streaming as like their coach, trying to just get them to learn more about baseball and just trying to get them to just try and reach them at another level. I mean, I don't know if you guys, Working with like 10 to 13 year olds nowadays is fucking brutal. You know, um, yeah. I, I love the kids to death, mm -hmm. but trying to be able to relate to them, trying to be able to get them to understand the game. Kids just don't, they just don't love it as much as we did. They don't, they don't eat, breathe, sleep baseball. So I was like, all right, how can I find creative ways to, to kind of just sympathize? Not, to, how can I find creative ways to get on their level and maybe they'll enjoy the stream? So uh, I started doing baseball content in real life, baseball content in streaming. And, uh, on one of the uh, the the dugout the dugout games, we had uh, King of Juco on, mm -hmm. and uh, that was, I think it was one, maybe one of the first ones. Yep, maybe maybe one of the first ones. Yeah. But before, but before then, I'd, I'd always watched uh, Eric's content. And if you guys don't know, Eric Sim is just crushing it in the baseball space. Oh yeah. Um, 
I, I would say up right now. I would say he's probably more recognizable than like eighty percent of like big leaders. And like probably. I know that like sounds like a no, like I would, most. I I would right. say I, yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. 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 Accurate. Um. And like, and if you go anywhere with the dude, like we did like a spring training tour, and it's it's fucking nuts. Um. The the kids right. love him, and and for good reason. For good reason. Yeah. What he's what he's doing, and and what he kind of pushes is definitely not the the norm for like MLB standards. But um. But to kind of wrap it up, he seems genuine yeah. though. That's oh my god! Like, I will. I the one thing that I will say. I, first of all, I love working with Eric. He's he's electric. But the one thing that I respect about him the most is that not one ounce of him is fake. Like it, the person that you see in mm -hmm. those videos is the same fucking person that I sit next to every day. Whether we are talking about content, his daughter, baseball, it doesn't matter. Like the dude, that just who he is, mm -hmm. and that's what I appreciate the most about him. Everything about him is just fucking authentic and everything you see is just like, it's not like some people, I'm not saying a lot of people do, but there are other, there are other content creators out there in all content, not MLB the show, baseball, baseball whatever. Yeah. Of course. There's like a, there's like a switch. They flip a switch and yeah. then the switch comes off that not for Eric. Um, and that's, that's probably what I enjoy the most about him. But, that, um, that shit is super YouTube-y too. You notice oh, that like, for sure, like the people you'll notice that like, the the Twitch streamers, the real ones, the really good content live stream guys, are the same on stream, and they're almost the exact same fucking thing off stream. Mm -hmm. If you go watch a YouTube video, for, or watch six in a row, and then hang out with them on stream, it's like this isn't even the same fucking guy. Like you might, there's a handful of them that are, but a lot of them, it's like it's it's not the same fucking thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mm. I've 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 watched. I've watched Eric motherfuck ten year olds, you know? Um <laughs> <laughs> See, relate. Hey, they need hey, he's killing it because people can relate to that shit. Like, believe it yeah. or not, gone are the days it. where when I was a kid, when an eight year old would be like, Oh, that was a that was a naughty word. It's like those mother, those days, little dude. fucking pricks know all that shit. They, they see can't, way too much, dude. They, absolutely. So when they see him, it's like Oh, it, yeah. it, it, it crushes. Yeah. It crushes. And so uh, I've been following Momentum's content for quite some time. You, and uh, So, so, you, so uh, Eric was your first contact, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it was, that was still even like kind of more behind the scenes. But that was the first like real introduction between yeah. myself uh, and Eric and having like a, a personal contact. But um, Eric actually ended up putting out that they were looking for a content creator for, for Momentum. Okay. And um, they, it was like a Google form. And I remember uh, I filled it all out. It took me about four hours because I was including all the content I've ever done and what I do, what's my vision. Damn. And uh, when I submitted the Google form, it fucking failed. Like it, all <laughs> that work, all that work. <laughs> oh, no. Was, was fucking gone. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, dude, no way. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again, at least not right now. Um, so I, I, I put it on hold for a couple days. And then uh, the, my brother, who runs the academy, sent me his post again. He was like, dude, you got to fucking apply to this. You'd be great for it. Do it again. And I was like, all right. So I applied. And when I applied, I didn't think that anybody, I didn't think they'd get back to me. Yeah. At that time, like, I, was, I was a smaller content creator um, in the grand scheme of like, where were, they were. Like, just getting started, too, which is the crazy part. Basically, yeah. I mean, from my point of view, at least. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, and I, I feel like I'm still scratching the surface, too. But, um, I mean, at that, I was, I was still a smaller content creator, but 
although I, I didn't have probably strength in numbers, as in like what I was at right now, um, I did have a pretty unique plan, what my goals were, and, and the value that I thought that I could bring to a place like Momentum. So I applied, and uh, weeks went by, no response. Um, and it, it went so long that I didn't even think that I was going to get hear back from them, which I expected. I, I kind of expected that. Uh, but one day I was coaching third base and I got a notification and it was an email from uh, Taiki, the co-founder, saying that they wanted to, to jump on a call and get a chance to know me. And uh, they basically said, hey, there's going to be a, a Google Meet session at this place at this time. Be there. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll change my entire day to make sure I'm there. All the, yeah, all the meanwhile, like, yeah. have to. Drop everything. Drop fucking everything. And all the meanwhile, they never told me that Trevor would be like on the, the Google session or the interview with me. They just said, we'll see you at this place. We'll see you at this time, whatever. And of course, flicks on. And there, of course, is the entire Momentum team. There's Trevor. Oh, and I'm like, holy oh, shit. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is real. Okay. Yeah. Um, the interview was probably about an hour. But then shortly after interview, I remember my wife came up to me and she was like, how'd it go? I was like, I have no clue. I I I don't know. I, I think I think I I think I did well. I don't know. Um, what, I couldn't what they, tell. What they ask you? Yeah, I mean, great question. Uh, some of the biggest questions that they had was obviously like, who am I? What am I about? Yeah. What do I stand for? Um, they asked like, where do I see my content in the next five to ten years? What are my goals? How do I plan yeah. on getting there? Um, how could my content mesh well with momentum's? Um, they asked me questions like, are you willing to move to Arizona? So at that time, I was living in California. And they're like, hey, if, if, you want, if you want to make this happen, you have to move to Arizona. And at that time, I think I still had eight months left on my lease in California. And um, I, I was like, I mean, if, if you guys think I'm the right fit, like I'll, I will do what I need to. Um, so ended up, everything ended up working great. They wanted to meet me in person. So they flew me out. How was that conversation that was, with the wife? You know what? I, I got to say, my wife has supported me every step of the way. Like, I, I hope everybody finds a partner uh, like, like the one that I have. Uh, I, I don't care who it is that you enjoy your, to spend your time around. I, I really, truly hope that everybody out there finds a partner like I do. And I hope you treat your partner the way that I know. My, I know. Absolutely. Fine, you know? And I can say the same thing. Right. But how did that conversation start is what I'm Well, here, here's the I thing. Know. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to take up too much of anybody's time. But I actually didn't tell my wife I applied for this. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I life on the edge, do. baby. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh, um, that's what I, I, I think you've made. I, the, that's the right move, dude. Of course, that's I, the right move. I didn't, yeah. I didn't tell my wife I applied to this, I didn't even yeah. tell her I was interviewing for it. Like, I, 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 I didn't want to like tell her and, and get her worked up if like momentum would never give me the call or the interview didn't go well. Like, none of that shit would really, I, I just didn't want to like gas her up just for us to stay in California. Uh, so I didn't tell her until after the interview, I called her and I was like, hey, so um, I've been hiding this from you, but I didn't want to get, I didn't want to rile you up, yeah. but I just got off a call with Momentum and they asked me if I'm willing to move to Arizona. So are we willing to move to Arizona? And like for her, like there's a, little, a ton, ton of shock value, a ton of like, you should have told me, why didn't you? Um, but I mean, for her, she, she supported me since day one, and she knows that this is potentially life-changing. And I mean, I think you guys can all relate to this. It doesn't matter if you're a content creator, a musician, a painter. If you, if you take a step off the, the unbeaten path and you are choosing to kind of go away from your standard like nine to five, there comes a point where your work life and what you want to actually do comes to a head. 
And you've got to make that decision. Do I take a leap of faith and I travel down this unbeaten path, not really knowing where that destination is? Or do I try and do both at the same time, but I'm not giving 100% into one or the other? And there's been multiple moments in my life where like, I felt like I never fully committed into the unknown. But when momentum called and said, hey, this is happening, I stopped at nothing. Like I, I knew that if I didn't take this opportunity, I knew for sure I'd regret it. Whether it worked out, whether it didn't work out, whether I'd be a nobody, whether I'd end up li- li- moving back to California, it didn't matter because I had to make that commitment. And if I didn't, I would have regretted it for the rest of my life, not knowing what could have been. So it was, it, she supported me since day one and I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here uh, without her. So it, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride. I mean, if yeah. that if that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what bars. Will, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if but, anyone's listening to what he just said there, like, it's not even like I wouldn't even be encouraging people to um, be like you. You either take the unknown path or you you don't. Like, if you guys are all listening and you do eventually want to step out of your comfort zone and make something in life or be something different than just being stuck in a rat race waking up being 60 years old and feel like you're just stuck here, bought a house, trying to pay off my mortgage for the rest of my life, and then you're like, it feels like an un... Go fucking chasing all of it. Make, take as many chances as you can from the ages of, like, fucking 20 to your 30 fucking six. Take your chances. 40. 100%. Whenever, you know? 100%. You got to. Make your own existence. But, yeah, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's an incredible story, dude, and, like, I'm sure we'll talk about it some more. And uh, oh yeah, I'm just that's I'm proud of you, man. That's that's crazy that it all. I mean, and like you you got your own stuff going now, and like with the who uh, Gagne that episode with Gagne you were showing me. Oh my god, that's just such a crazy concept. And yeah, um, so for those of you that that might not know, I've never seen it. Uh, one of the concepts so that I kind of. I worked alongside with the momentum team was basically how can I mend real life with that would be the show. That's kind of like my thing right now. Right. I can't, I can't hit a ball 400 feet anymore. I can't throw a ball more than 60 miles an hour. Like my arm's shot from surgeries. It's like, what, what can I do that's still different, still unique and still is a little bit of me. Um, and so we kind of came up with the concept of pro versus the show where it's almost like gamer versus athlete. Um, I think, I think we're going to end up introducing some more elements to it. But uh, what Dave's referring to is we basically asked a question of what's harder, hitting off of MLB pitcher in real life or that same pitcher on Legend and MLB The Show? And I think we all agree that hitting off fucking DeGrom is the nastiest thing on the planet. Like, it's, it's way harder than anything else. But it still poses a fun and unique question, and that's kind of like the content idea that we had. And one of our most recent episodes, uh, we actually had, we were, we were blessed to have Eric Gagne want to be a part of it. So we got, we set up our pitching machine to basically replicate all of Eric Gagne's pitches. And he got to control the machine and and step in the box too and play on the show, and it was it was electric. I mean, and I, I don't know if you guys have seen Eric Gagne in the last like ten years. I didn't fucking recognize him. Like he looks so damn good. Oh my god, yeah. he yeah, looks better good, now than he did when he was oh, playing. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I, I, fuck. He started yeah. making that transition when he was playing indie ball in Canada. He was up in Canada. Oh yeah, fucking playing for Quebec and shit. And that's when people, like, I still remember my brother um, signed with the Phillies in 2009. Gagne was up in Canada playing indie ball. My brother was in Texas playing indie ball. I was on the same team. And there was um, a, a scouting coordinator named, uh, coordinator named Chuck Lamar 
He flew up and saw Gagne, flew down and saw my brother. Gagne at the time was only, he'll tell you, he was like, man, I was like 86 to 89, 90 on a good day. And my brother was like fucking 95, 96. Chuck Lamar was going to sign one or the other and then signed my brother and then sent him and he met up with fucking Pedro Martinez in double A. That was the year Pedro went up with the Phillies. Do you remember that? Yeah. He came down. I remember I was at dinner with my brother and Chuck Lamar and you asked Gagne when you get a chance, say Chuck Lamar with the Phillies, he'll tell you. Um, he's, sit, he's sitting down, he's like, oh, I just, you know, just went up and saw um, Gagne. You know, he's, he's, he's competing and doing well, but he's like, you know, he's like 86 to 90. And then that's when Tristan, free agent, ended up with the that Phillies. After that year with the Nats. You know, we, uh, we had asked Gagne um, if he wanted to throw live to us, but he, 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 he had more fun with the machine than throwing live. Yeah. But, I mean. but he did say that he wants to try and play for Team Canada. In the fucking uh, no, world. that's pretty oh, cool. That dude. needs to happen. I we we told no, him that it, it has to. Yeah, I agree. I that agree. In the World Baseball Classic. Happen. I mean, come yeah. on, who who else is from Canada? He's he's got to be up there with Whoa. one of the top options. <laughs> Jesus, day. It's not offending Canadian people here. Oh, now. Just kidding, dude. I'm just who else kidding. is from Canada? I'm just kidding. I feel like he could do it though. Definitely. Dude, he yeah. he have you seen he him definitely throw? wants to. Haven't hadn't seen him throw, but um he actually loves uh, the whole entire reason we even had him for that episode is that he comes down to the momentum facility quite often. Um and he he like I, I appreciate him so much more now, even more so than I did when he was a player. He comes down to his mo- momentum facility just to work with athletes. And if athletes aren't there, he doesn't want to fucking be there. Like he yeah. only wants to go down and spread knowledge to the pitchers and work with them. Like yeah. if that's not the case, like he's going to go spend the rest of his day elsewhere. Yeah. If not, he comes down and does it all for free. Like it, it's the dude, the dude is a legend, it's such a great human being. That's incredible, yeah. dude. Well, you can see it. You can see his work ethic, man. That's why yeah. he's like, you know, he's 40. What, how old is he now? 42. He's like 47. 43. 47. 47 Jesus. Oh, man. But like you know, he's vascular as hell. He's got veins running through his shin bones, and his forearms are all juiced up. His body fat's like down to like maybe ten percent. He's he's ripped, man. He oh, runs. Yeah, he, he works is. out. Yeah. Like, Dude, he he bikes like seven miles yeah. a day in Arizona heat, bro. Like wow, he, man, the, man, the, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> Pass. I get scared to walk down the street in the Arizona heat sometimes. Black is the only shirt I wear now. Like black, like Nike shirts, because I, I oh, sweat. You sweat so much. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to wear out here. Yeah, I'm sweat. I'm a sweaty boy too. I sweat <laughs> reading a book. So like, <laughs> nice. put put me in a hundred degree weather. <laughs> oh man! All right, on to our last guest, the one and only Mr. Major Mangoes. How's this year been for you, my dude? And uh, I just, you know, you learned anything this year at all? Like, I mean, I I feel like everything's been amazing for you like always um and continuing to spread the good vibes good playlist always on twitch bro golfing having a good time like how's this year been for you my man how's how's everything going yeah well okay so i mean 22 dude it was uh, let's be honest it was it was fucking outstanding for everybody, you know? And I feel like since everyone first kicked it off in 19, 
you know, like we we all know streaming really started to go crazy in the MLB space in 19. We started to see Kyle emerge and do crazy numbers. You know what I mean? It all mm -hmm. really went crazy quick, right? Wasn't it weird? And obviously 21 was that wild year where I, it went crazy for me as far as like just in the in the live streaming space. And but then we've moved into 22, man. It's the same thing. It just like it just keeps growing this thing. This is like a it's a wild monster, man. Just behind the scenes, I've just been working on some other stuff that, um, some IRL content. I'm getting like, oh, yeah, like there's what? a few things what I can't really doing? talk too much about it. I can't oh. talk too much about it right now, but I've been, um, I've been putting okay. and investing a lot of money into some stuff that's okay. about to be going down, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're talking some real Bob does sports type shit. And, um, fuck yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, ex I'm excited money. to get some stuff going. It's going to be like, my vision is kind of like it's, and there'll be plenty of other people, but it'll be like IRL golf stuff, but with all baseball guests and, and whether they're e-baseball e guys, minor leaguers, collegiate guys, uh, former pros, current pros, where it'll just be like, you know, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Bob Does Sports with Fat Perez and the guys, but the shit's just A1, like really, really good. And the good, good team, like that whole space Dude, is just going whole, crazy. The, so. the golf good, space, good team. like those, those Unreal. videos are incredible. Yeah, they're yep. so good. The quality, I, like, yeah. You, you will watch a good, good thing with mm -hmm. like Garrett, Grant, and all those guys. You'll get lost and be like, dog, I can binge watch every mm -hmm. freaking episode. And it's Absolutely. just, it's, golf is great, but it's like the beautiful thing about golf is you can be from anywhere, any walk, and there's the conversations and the humor. You really get to know these individuals and, you know, I'm, I'm putting a lot of money behind the scenes into some shit that's going to be up and running that I can, you know, make some travel that. trips, yeah. you know, to the States, all through Australia and just different parts. And if it all works out, it's going to just be, um, you know, live streaming stuff, getting into the, the short space, some YouTube, MLB space and lots of that stuff. But. I'll be re revealing a bit more soon, man. Yeah, of course. No. We, don't, we, we don't got to get into it, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you, you're like continuing to grow and push the limits, dude. That sounds a lot of fun. Honestly, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Uh, and we if just you do come to the States, man. bro, you better come up Pacific Northwest, bro. I got, I got that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I'm you working guys are on good, bro. Thing. You guys can come over whenever. I'm going to get those dudes at Pebble Beach to let me film, man, right now. Right? I had something sorted for, like, the end of the year, but they do have, like, a thing with filming on that golf course. Like, even the good, good oh, guys really? couldn't really do anything. Yeah. 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 i got some stuff going on with Pete Moylan, and it should be interesting. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Chris Medlin, Pete Moylan, a little schmaltzy accent. Let's That's go. That's funny shit going down. That's <laughs> Little tasters. That's all I can really talk about. Oh, I appreciate it, bro. I mean, yeah, no, we don't got to get into it. It's just, it's dope that you're like, you know, it's just always the next thing, bro. That's, I mean, you just can't ever get complacent with anything is how I feel like. Just always yeah. got to keep thinking about the next thing. And I, I think about this because I was going to bring it up with Al Luke because I didn't, I didn't. So how long have you been streaming, Al? Um, January 3rd, 2021 was like my first affiliate stream. Damn, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, that, I, I thought so you'd been streaming for longer last than that. Year? But it does make yeah. sense because you said you were streaming the, the online franchise stuff. So I, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, I feel, oh, you're creeping up on the two-year mark. You, you're on yeah. your way. You're like one yeah, and eight but, months, something like yeah, that. Yeah, cool. something like that. 
That's that's um, that's a good pace, man. Like it's a great that's, pace. You followed yeah. a pace of a lot of the guys that you see the check mark, and trust me, the check mark doesn't mean shit. No. Just so you guys all out there, I want everyone watching this stream right now, all you guys, the check mark doesn't mean fucking shit. No, all right, it doesn't. doesn't mean that's shit. Why, that's You're why just they another gave me bad one. bum in the shower. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I was say that guy in the that's, bottom right corner has one, so it definitely they, means that's nothing. That's why they gave me one because it doesn't mean shit. I'll at reiterate. All. I fucking had 12 months in a row without a check mark, and my average sub count was 1,500. It had everything to do with the content and the group of people that you end up connecting with that mm -hmm. will support you. They feel like they get value from you, they'll be there. Fuck the check mark. It's a byproduct. It ends up happening because of the good things you do. Forget about that shit. It feels good when you get it, though. I'm not going to lie, but fuck, it's still shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could say that, but from someone who doesn't have one, like, it, it's cool. It's no, no, a cool no, no. concept. No, here's the thing. Here, I, sure. think, I think, no, 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 no. I think this is what Mango is trying to say, is it will come, dude. It, it is coming, and it will come. So I think all you can do is be yourself and put out the best content and be yourself and grind and whatever that is for you, and it will happen. It's just I think to kind of kind of add to Mago's point, so like a lot of people view that almost as like the end game, when it's yeah. like no, getting it's there, like that's all. just the start. Like that's it's like step one, right? And a lot of people kind of like view it, and then they get there, and then they kind of let off the gas a little bit. Well, it's more exactly. so a celebration for right, your commitment to the platform. That's really what it is. But I absolutely see both you guys getting it. But um, I do want to say this. Just, just to retouch on that, what we're just talking about, I can't tell you how many content creators that don't have the check mark that I look at them the exact same way I look at these guys in this uh, Discord right now and every other guy. Like, I will look at a great content creator that, um, and listen, sub counts not everything, but a lot of the time when you do build something like that, it's a direct. Um, it's a direct example of like what you've created in there. Like you've built something great. So when you're doing your thing, I, I see you as exactly the same thing as me or everyone else. And there's times where I see people be like, he's doing better than us even. And that's great. I want to see him win. So like that little, I promise that check mark shit. Work hard, get it. But use that as a little carrot to get yeah. you towards the bigger goal that you're really chasing. It doesn't mean shit. And the end of the day, we're going to, Every partner streamer in this channel right now, if we see a good person that's great at live streaming and doing content with TikTok and stuff, doesn't matter if you have a check mark, we're going to see what you're doing and be like, it's a legendary. Like, I can say the Crawdaddy plays, guys. He's not got a check mark, but like, you got to admit, in his own little space with the goofy, crazy, it's legendary. Like, it's cool. Oh, sure. oh, sure. Absolutely should have. Oh, my God. One, I thought for a way. second you were going to be like, oh, you're that Crawdaddy guy? Yeah, we don't see what he's doing. We don't care about that guy. Crawdaddy. <laughs> 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 on Twitch. He's always you're all you'll be number two forever. All right. Remember that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I think know, I, I, I think I would just add that uh dude you know, I, obviously when you when you start, obviously like being partner is is a goal in mind. But I mean when when you have built the communities that we all have, and, and Al specifically speaking to yours as well, like I've I've been in there plenty enough times to know what, what you're building and we've talked enough. Like that, that's what's really making it, you know, like yeah. the check is just what kind of comes as a secondary, but like for everybody in, in this, like in this discord channel, like if you guys didn't have the check mark, I would still consider each and every one of you as like, okay, that's, 
that's that's the goal. That's that's what I want in terms of the community yeah. that you built, right? Absolutely. The, the, the check mark will come at some point, whether it's today, tomorrow, a year from now. But for me personally, like I, I it's cool to say that I did it and I applied and that's awesome. But like I, I felt I, I honestly feel and it might sound cheesy, but I already feel like I've, I've I've hit that milestone. Like just in regards to like the community that I built along this way, just as much as you guys all have. Oh, and let me just say something about the the check mark thing. For you guys that don't have it. Um, and that are all applying right now, you guys are going to get it. But one thing I'll, I want to give you guys some tips to get it, right, that are going to probably help you. When they are looking at and reviewing after your application, after they do the first one, which is probably going to be that automated response, they're also looking at what your product is, right? So like your peripherals, the quality of your camera. Mm. You can be averaging 150, 200 viewers and like if the sub counts low and then they quickly click on a VOD and they see it's basic, they're going to be like, not yet, not yet. But if you focus on your product as a whole and not worry too much about the numbers, like it, the rest of it will sort itself out. Your numbers will go up just because people are going to turn in and look at the behind ants right now. Like he's created this like thing oh, and everybody else. And then when they collect all the data, it's the whole package that gets you in that thing. You know what I mean? Like, so don't just think that you have to, oh, I've got to manage to average over 75 viewers. Like, get it? Make the product good. They'll accept you, like, second, third, fourth time. You'll be all right. Well, you say that, but, okay, just, I don't want to talk about myself too much because it's not about me, but... Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> when I literally... I, you say that clearly like most of my streams for the past few months i've been freaking fireball friday or we're watching trashy tv on youtube like i don't know <laughs> how it happened and yes queen whatever I, it is what it is me getting partners should show to every single one of you guys that it's just i, I don't know you guys are definitely. It's a long it. time coming. It's a long time coming for you. And we've, I think, Absolutely. in a past podcast, we spoke about all the things that slowed you down on that process. Mm -hmm. And I think, dude, for honestly, the truth is, it needed to be the right time for you. You had to go through some healing with some stuff that was going on behind the scenes. Headspace was good. You had the right people around you to support you. You had some good friends amongst all of us that had your back, you know. And then you got the wifey that you just congratulations on just getting married. She's Thank right you. there. And then it all, Rats. everything falls into place for everyone when it's supposed to. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's we all want to speed too. that up. But, you know, sometimes you just need to wait for these pieces to all, you know, the planets need to align. It's a balance. And that's what happened for like. you. It's, yeah, it's it just, always a balance, dude. It just took them realizing that TwitchCon was coming soon. And they were like, hey, we can get this guy 50% off a ticket. Let's make him partner. So <laughs> that's, that's clearly why it happened, right? <laughs> That's the only reasonable oh, explanation. <laughs> but speaking of you, Scan, uh, we haven't talked to you and Ants. I feel bad. Are you guys okay? How you guys oh, doing? No, I'm I'm trembling in my boots. I know. As we speak. I, love, I love. I mean, I just love being here and getting all to listen to all the different perspective every time we get on here and chat mm -hmm. it up. Because a lot too, of times, bro. I mean, it's people that I don't get to interact with like as yeah. much as I'd want. To. Ants gets his uh, observer glasses on. Right. And just... I do. I do. I do. I mean, we Love all that. talk, dude. We we all spend quite people. A lot of people don't know, like, but we all communicate, and everybody does something so different. I I spoke about this on my stream today to all my viewers when people were talking about, you know, the 
the big conglomerate that we had with the that shall not be spoken about. But <laughs> I was like, you guys don't realize like that brand was not what it was. It was the fact that, and I broke down you ants and everyone else was like, and I, I explained everyone's skill and where everyone had different things, you know, like from you ants with like being the crazy TikTok guy with the live stream pumping out content. Swanee just killing the space in general with like, you know, YouTube and he's got his 100K subscribers now too, right? He's got everything. Oshev with and TJ, everyone does scam digital. Everyone did something different and none of us fucked, it, fucked each other over and everybody cared and there was respect. And it was just, that was the best thing that came out of it, you know? Absolutely. I dude. love that. Me too, bro. Yeah, the group of all of us, like, I, I've been saying it a ton, like, um, getting close to all you guys this last year or so has been the best thing ever because you realize mm -hmm. in the content creation space, it's very tough to navigate things by yourself. Having people to feed, get feedback off of, get advice from, share experience with, because I've learned a damn lot from literally everyone in some sort of avenue in what I've done. And I think a lot of people could speak the same about what they've done. So having that community for yourself is something that's incredibly valuable in this space well scan um, i wouldn't have been streaming today without you scan i wouldn't have been streaming today without you because what happens is every single day if i didn't meet scan and really link up with him for the dugout creative stuff every single time my audio has an update <laughs> i have to call my little bro scan i'm like scan please Scan. He's like, all right, mangoes. God, I'll get in the Discord. I'm like, in out of my room. Minutes. I see five calls on my computer on Discord. And I'm like, okay, There's I see all hell's broken loose over there. So Scan you got to set up, up the same settings over and over and over and over again. But we get it set up. Scan. How many, Leave me alone. How many people do you think you've done that for, Scan? Because you're just like the guy that a lot of us just like. It's been, I've, I've troubleshooted with like, definitely like. 10 to 20 people at this point. Scan yeah. told me to a little bit. He has. Makes me feel worse <laughs> now. Yes. I thought I was the only Hell. one. I thought I was special, yeah. Scan. You've been slutting around. Jeez. <laughs> well, his I you were the only per my audio guy. No, but I mean, like, I when I first started playing MLB, um, yeah, it's a little intimidating to to reach out to some of the bigger guys. Yeah. But then you kind of get to know them a little bit and realize how how great you guys are. I mean, I'm pretty sure I DM a lot of people way too much, but like, I think Major might be the right. busiest person ever. But I DM I DM him all the time. I DM Scan. I talk today. Uh, Cole and I talk, and so I'm just getting to know uh, Ants a little bit more. Um, but it's been really nice getting to, it's been really nice getting to know, uh, some of you guys. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's better. I, I honestly think just, I mean, I usually never say no. I mean, I'll get to you eventually, but I'll never say no, you know? And I think a, a lot of people are like that too. I mean, if you're genuine and you like are actually, you know, in need of help and you know, I feel like there's a lot of people around here that are in the community that are willing to help. And speaking of, uh, well, <laughs> I want to say, trans I'll, I want to say, okay, okay, let, let, let's, um, let's, let's stand. Let's let him speak. Shush. Let okay. it speak. All right. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. hasn't said like anything I just, today. I just so to point out one thing about scan. He will help you and he will do whatever you ask him, but keep one eye open because next thing you know, <laughs> 
He'll have access to your stream elements, and you're gonna yes. be in the middle of a stream, and he's yes. throwing up oh. pictures on your webcam, <laughs> and he's playing sounds, and yes. he's throwing up mean videos, and yes. you're no longer in control of anything. So just and, 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 and that, that is you know, when comes with the, that's that's the cost of doing business. No, that's scan. that's a payment. That's when the things be, are the best, though. That is when that is like I was stream. stream you're moments. like, oh shit, are, what's gonna happen next, dude? I don't even know. Taking over a day stream <laughs> at 3 a.m. on a Fireball Friday when yes, they didn't even know that he's live barely anymore and scan's just posting pictures oh, yeah i've i've relinquished like a little bit from that so now only day is the one that i take over at this point <laughs> he's the only one i still kept access with after all this time but yes oh it is always fun I, i've bamboozled basically everyone who i've touched their stream elements <laughs> only one that didn't was swanee because he made it clear he didn't want that happening so i was like okay we're not touching swanee okay but everyone else we messed around with and it was a, it's always a fun time. My God, okay. he got you good, did he, Ants? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, Wait, what did he do to you, Ants? The um, at the end of uh, twenty one, when I had the drinking stream. Oh yeah. And he just started clipping yeah. every single thing I was saying and like replaying it on oh, the stream. Oh my God. I, put, I would put Georgia, it. You remember when he put Georgia on the bed? <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a picture of sad Georgia. Where she was. Yeah. And I turned around and I thought she was there and then she wasn't. It was just a picture in my webcam and I saw it on my own bed. <laughs> oh, it was that picture of Georgia. Lost my sad. dog. God, that was, that was, that was a good one. That's so wow. Well, I did want to talk about Scan, because oh. we have not brought this up. But speaking of getting close to people, that might not be the best transition. But Scan is getting close to MLB The Show 22. No, that, that, that was terrible. Scan. <laughs> what now? What? <laughs> if you guys did you say know, to me? Scan is... No, I'm just kidding. Scan, what I'm trying to say is Scan... Okay, I got this. You got this. <laughs> we, I wanted to talk about you and the freaking Creator Cup or whatever you went down for the All-Star break. That's... And you're getting oh, close. Shit. You're getting close with everyone on, on the SDS stream. You're getting... I was so confused because you were like, match. oh, Scan getting close to MLB The Show. I did not thinking know where I'm he like was going with Establishing it. a relationship with like this. Like, oh, it's been so nice hanging out with you every day, MLB The Show. It's... Oh, dude. Okay. Well, if you, if you did have Ramon's number, I could use it. <laughs> I will say, being out, okay, being out what there. What I wanted to ask you, Scan, is how was that experience? Because I feel like we haven't brought it up, and it's actually like super cool that you did that, and super cool that they put all that on. They flew you out, and and all that. It seemed like you had a great time. You're at the All Star game. Like, what what else could you ask for? And it just seemed like a great time overall. So I'm just uh, it was. I'm just curious. How, yeah. How so. The, the thing that I felt with it was as someone who's been making content for this long and, you know, who's been doing my thing. I mean, you have those moments where you look back and you're like, you know, maybe the thing I'm doing is legit, right? Like you have those moments where like you have something to look back and big. I'm really proud. I've gotten to the point of doing that and being flown out to L.A., going to the literally the stage that did the MLB draft and Right at in the middle of the all-star festivities they had there, just playing MLB the show in front of a crowd of people and being a part of like a legitimate production like that, yeah. it was 
one of the coolest things ever just because it was legitimate as legitimate of a production as you're gonna get you know like Mm -hmm. full-blown cameras they have like directors and stuff telling people where to go um i also got to meet a couple people that worked that work at sds so they talked about me and my content and the game and all that and had some great conversations with people there and i'm just all together it was really cool just being a part of something like that which mlb the show hasn't seen really at all so um at the end of the day just being a part of it i got to meet a bunch of new people outside of mlb the show who also make great baseball content and um had some great conversations with a lot of cool people there um and it was uh it was a fun time being out there and um i nothing like it was um it was something that i uh it's pretty crazy I, I still, to think about, bro. It is. It's a somewhat surreal thing. It's like something I, mean, I would have never expected on this journey it, to. It feels like it came and went so fast. But when you think about everything that went down, it was like the first time there was like a live event to my knowledge since back in the day when we talked to Bangle and Healy and all those guys about yeah. the uh, the bunt that <laughs> that changed the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, yep. The, the squeeze <laughs> that changed the world. <laughs> But yeah. since then, it seems like there hasn't been anything live until this. So, and then that was, this seemed like, like, even a like super crazy production. So it was yeah. cool to do that. But I have a question, Scan. Um, is it true that your teammate, because everyone's paired in twos, is it true that your teammate had never played LMB the show in their lives before hopping on? Yeah. Um, softball legend Lauren Chamberlain, surprisingly <laughs> enough, has not played MLB the show before. So I was trying to teach her the ropes before we started, so we had time to quickly hop on and How'd practice. That go? Um, I bet you she was still better than Flank Thomas. What? I mean, what? Oh oh, yeah. I mean, oh. to be fair, she actually played better than me during the event. Funny enough, like I'm playing, on, I'm playing on a PlayStation controller, no control freaks. I'm like, oh, I have no control freaks. What am I doing? And I, my, my Scan, PCI was flinging around all willy nilly. Freaks with you, bro. I didn't You're expect. I gamer, didn't, oh, bro. that's a rookie move, oh, man! I would have yeah. brought my entire I, controller. I didn't. I expected I nobody did, and then I found out that little man did. I think, and then other people were using his controller with the control freak, and I was like, "Come on, no!" <laughs> so, um, I didn't do like, I anything in that at all. I mean, we did lose on a bad fielding play. She, she did have. There was a was fly ball that skin? she was in the outfield, and a fly ball was hit to the outfield, and she oh, may no. not have ran the right way at first. And uh, it oh, may have led to read. a game-winning double, but I w- I was going in there hey, expecting to, to lose anyway. Runs, I was just there to have a fun time. Need to score yeah. more runs, dude. Yeah, just need to just need to out hit it forehead. Take some accountability, scan, yeah, please, dude. man. Come Go on, dude. Oh no, no, no! no. Block, I, I I got How like one or two bro? hits out of the entire exactly, game, so like I I didn't do anything. So it is all good. No, that's it's just super cool that you were part of his scan. Yeah, we got to meet a couple like viewers. Like, I I got to meet a couple people that watch the content. That's One of the dudes cool. I talked to was like in like getting into creating content. So he's saying how like a lot of people there were motivation for him and such. I got to meet a. Of one of our viewers that's been around for a while, Thunderhawk. I saw he has a photo there. with you now. Thunder. That's awesome. And uh, it, it was uh, it was very cool to meet people, see that whole experience. It was cool because all the other guys were in the crowd. People were chatting with them about MLB The Show and uh-huh. all that. It was cool because like we had a, this whole group of MLB The Show folk, people that really care about the game, just in this singular spot here. So uh, was that was your a, first a, time in LA? Oh yeah, that's my first time anywhere out Whoa! there. Whoa! Would you so, live? Would you live in Jesus. Cali, Scan? 
know. Like, I mean, really damn expensive, but you know, if, very if money was LA, a, if LA money seemed like a, a thing, vibe. Did you? Did you LA enjoy seemed the like a vibe from where I was at in LA. I, I, mean, I feel like you're in a good spot for sure. Like there was that like ESPN thing that was there, and like it seemed like in the the mecca of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, right there is that was downtown LA. So right there is like you're paying a pretty penny to stay there. That's for sure. But yeah, it is, um, it, I've never been to LA either, and I live in Arizona. That now. is cr- really what is <laughs> yeah. you guys, where are man? And you've been to LA. Which I'm going to be my first time in California, even. Yeah, I haven't been to Cali. That's what awesome. is going on wow. here? Wow. You so, there was nothing to bring us out to L.A., I don't think. Or You're Cali Americans. What are you doing? See your country. Hey, well, I, I'm, I'm shocked. There's somewhere I'm in shocked. San Diego, though. I was in school for my entire life. I just finished in February. So this is – and I just moved from Pennsylvania to Arizona, so – I got time. I got time. Oh, a little smooch, cool. (laughs) Sneak that in there. Hey, when when you're married, you can't not address your wife when she comes in the door, right? (laughs) Fair. But uh, but yeah, I mean, Pennsylvania and Arizona was a huge jump for me, and I've been out here for what six, seven months now. So I'm just kind of, I'm just starting. And you came in like the hottest time too. Uh, yeah. Well, right, uh, a few Uh, months before monsoon season. Where whereabouts in AZ? Um, I'm in Tucson. Tucson? Yep. Cool. Yep. Hey, I'm only an hour 15 from Cole right now. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Sick. You should uh, been- you, you should bring Al and have him hit in the cage, dudes. Yeah, I, it's, it's... No uh, one wants to see that. It's definitely no one wants to see that. I was a PO. <laughs> That's so, bring the banana suit and everyone will want to see it. The banana this, suit. This was definitely... The banana yeah. suit and the mustache and everyone <laughs> wants to see it. Oh, man. It's definitely something that I was I was going to talk about at, at some point, but um, I do think the evolution of even like Pro V Show is is not me always being the gamer, uh, and so okay. I, I would love to have would love to have Ant Scan Manga like Al like if you guys are down like I I would love to just host an episode where another streamer is playing for me right or you host an episode where Eric's not the hitter um, I think that's the, the next like evolution of it that so would be good I'll, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I do think that's where it's going to end up eventually going. Whether it's it's one of the two of us out, but Al Al's probably closest. So we got we got to get Al in for some live abs against uh, whatever pitcher he wants. So <laughs> you, how, how can I face can I face ABs? you? You said you weren't great, so <laughs> that's probably my best chance if I face you, Cole. Based on what you're saying, oh dude, I I probably if I were to throw a baseball right now, I top out maybe sixty nine. That's and, and like hey, that's my best shot. Yeah. That's my best shot. Yeah. You, you're all shoulder. You you have some shoulder problems, right? Like I, I had, I had a yeah a torn torn labrum, torn labrum, yeah, and uh, the yeah, torn the torn labrum came after my torn labral of my hip. Um, and so I just it, I went to therapy, but at that point, like baseball was done. Like I I I didn't do I I did physical therapy, but I didn't do physical therapy on a throwing program. And because I didn't yeah. do the the throwing program, I I can't throw a ball more than 90 feet on a line without without pain yeah yep. i'll be honest with you man when you tear your labor like when you're in professional baseball i want to say out of every single like labor tear from all the pitches or in or infielders or outfielders um only 50 percent of them come back from it like it is it like tommy john is like you win the lottery it's like, all right sweet yeah. tj all right we'll be sweet one tj we'll be all right 
when you tell your labor, it's like, oh, fuck, now I'm really in the off season at home in the winter or you're, you're at the complex rehabbing and you're, you're literally sailing a ship into fog with no lighthouse. You haven't, you've just got to hope that you come out the end of it and can get back to where you are. Like, it's that bad. It's, it's, a, it's a literal coin flip if you come back and throw a ball again. Crazy. You know, it's the wildest thing. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I uh, well, so many careers end because of labrums. I I actually tore my labrum too. I need to get surgery. I haven't yet, but when I cut when I throw BP, I literally have to throw like sideways like this, basically. Right. Yeah, no, like oh, moment I, gets like, up I, here. Like, I, pretty much. dude, I it, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Ever since, because before I got my labrum tear, I never had a thought in my brain. Like when it comes to throwing, I never had yips. Never in my life. I could throw BP for days. Could throw from short, third, at whatever. Mm-hmm. Ever since surgery, I cannot throw BP anymore. I, I, yeah. I, I can't. I don't know where my arm slot is. I throw one in the dirt, and next thing you know, I'm fucking beaning. Like I could not throw BP after my labrum tear to the academy that I worked at. Like everybody would make fun of me for it. Because I, I had the yips. For, this was the first time I ever was even introduced to yips. Uh, it's terrible. That's real. That's, that's real, man. I mean, dude, you've seen footage of me throwing like three years ago, right? And yep. how I had to totally change my arm circle to like an Ubaldo Jimenez to straighten it out. If mm-hmm. I had a normal circle, a normal arm circle to just throw BP or just play catch at 60 feet, I wouldn't know where it's going. I had to try to find a cue to get my shoulder into the right spot. It, Took me years to get it right, but it's so so true. You you get yips. You can't you can't short arm the ball comfortably anymore. So you have to find some weird thing. I never knew what yips were until now. I, yeah. I I can't throw BP at forty five miles an hour to ten year olds. Like I I can't do it. It's, I mean, it's you, embarrassing. You got to throw it yeah. slow too, so that aspect's a little harder too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. throw it slow either. Yeah, yeah that's that's really the thing for me. I've, I've got to like actually put something on it if I'm going to, but. Yeah. I mean, even then, I don't know where it's going. But luckily, it's only coming in at 49 miles an hour, so it probably won't hurt you too bad. Yeah, just dome up a few 10-year-olds. No worries, dude. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> it, it, it builds character, all right? We build character around here. Absolutely. It does. It does. I, I've done that on accident a few times. Um, well, I wanted to move on um, to some more general MLB The Show talk. Because we really have not discussed the year so far, I feel like. And it's been a really interesting year, to say the least, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I think overall, like, the community is, it was really, it was really strong. And um, a lot of people, um, you know, are putting out some of the best content that I've ever seen this year. But at the same time, I just, I feel like there's like such a drop off recently. And especially with all the new games coming out and all that, it seems like a lot of people are kind of like jumping ship. And I've even talked to Scan like this about this and even a few other people, but it almost seems like I will be the show 18 when people were just like so fed up with the game. And I'm not trying to be negative at all about it. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to, from my point of view, you know what I mean? But it just seems like the inability of anything to change is just like, like people are more frustrated this year than ever before. And I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts on on everything is so far. And all that being said, like, you know, you can still put out amazing content. 
and a lot of you like all you guys are and all that this not to take away from anything you guys are doing at all because you guys have all been doing great things but i'm just curious like what this year's like this experience has been for you guys this year and like what you guys hope for next year i guess i'll start with you al i'm smiling because one of my friends is in the chat he calls me an sds lab rat <laughs> he says I'm I'm like the cookie cutter like suck up to them, but but no, it's oh. it's not true. I mean, so do I think the hitting is in the best place? Absolutely not. But I don't stream for like the performance of MLB. Uh, maybe exactly. I did in the beginning, yeah. but I'm just really happy with the people I get to talk to on an everyday basis. To the point where I don't play MLB off stream. I fire up my PlayStation. I fire up stream. That's my first time seeing MLB for the day. I get to talk to everyone I want to talk to and just like challenge myself to like push for top 50 or something like in ranked. So I don't really, I'm, I'm competitive. I don't like to lose, but it's so easy for me to look past issues with the game because maybe because I've been playing a lot less than you guys, um, but it's just something I don't, have a problem with getting over um i I'm, I, yeah. I definitely can relate to that because i don't play this game like at all um but the only time i ever play mlb the show is on stream like yeah, probably 95 percent of the mlb i played has been on stream this year and i 100 percent under can understand your point of view and because like i mean especially during baseball season and having like an awesome community and shit. Like a lot of that shit can just slide, you know, when you're having a good time, you know, listen to music, vibing with the chat. Like I totally understand that. So like, yeah, I think it's a viable point. Like, I mean, like the thing is, it's tough when you ask us this question is that a lot of us are in the content space. So we have a content mindset, like Al saying like, he doesn't play the game until he plays on stream, plays on stream. Is not as focused on that because he's focused on like the community, the content, all that stuff, other stuff happening. So he can look past those things. I think that's how a fair amount of people think is yeah. that, you know, like, especially for some of us who are trying to grow as a creator, grow a community, you know, those things be set pressed into the gameplay. So, you know, sometimes we just don't take things. I mean, I've, I had been this way for like ever. Like when I first started, I started playing MLB 18. So I was just like really bad the game getting to making content. And, it took me until really this year to finally be like, you know what? I don't know how much I can handle playing the chaos of the game yeah. and all the craziness with as much as I play it. But I think it's, it is a valid point because at the end of the day, everyone plays a game in a different experience. Everyone has a different way they play the game. So, you know, the opinions may vary person by person. Um, it doesn't feel like there's anything that's like a full unified, this is a full blown problem that everyone disagrees with, with the game. It feels like if people don't like it, it's maybe an accumulation of a bunch of things or some people don't like one thing over the other. And I think that's the thing that's tough about it is like MLB 18, it felt like there was a more unified effort, people not liking things. But now it's kind of like some people don't like this, some people don't like this, some people don't like this. Some people don't mind things as much as the other person. And it's tough to, I think, encompass what is going on. Yeah. And just to piggyback a little bit, I mean, for me, the energy that I portray on stream, like that's my biggest, my biggest focus. I want to give good energy off. Um, I want, so hopefully like people see that and vibe with that, give good energy back. 
So if I'm just letting a bad uh, a bad game get in the way of how I'm treating the people in stream, then like like I don't know. I feel like an asshole. Like that's just not me. I've I've been an op. People yell at me for being too much of an optimist, but it's how it's not how I am only with MLB. But it's literally aspect of my entire life. So if my friend's having a bad day, I'm gonna ask him oh, hey, what's something good that happened today? Because it's all about the small little victory. So if you had something good happen today, let's try and focus on that. And that's how I am with MLB. And it just helps me ignore issues because there's just bigger pictures for me. I'm curious, Al, uh, why did you decide that MLB The Show was going to be the game? Or like, is this the only game you played? Or like, is just your so, connection to baseball? Um, so I told you that... I started streaming January of last year. That was yeah. on Warzone. Okay. Um, but playing Warzone, I mean, I only had a couple of viewers. It's nearly impossible to to grow a stream um, on Warzone when you just start. But um, I couldn't talk to Chad enough. I had to focus on the game. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I played MLB in 17. Um, I started this streaming thing. Let's hop into MLB because I was decent at it in 17. I mean, I, I hit World Series. Um, so let's start streaming MLB. Let's see what happens. I got a couple more viewers. I was able to, I could talk to the chat the entire stream without taking a breath and still find a way once in a while to score a run on legend. Not all the time. I, I strike out a lot, but just me being able to talk and have a conversation the entire stream without having to wait until I die in a first person shooter. That's just, that's what I love. That's my biggest focus talking right. to chat the entire time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of us can relate to that in here, hundred percent. I'll I'll touch on some things here with a couple things you talk about this point, day, right? So, whatever our opinion is on the game and all of this thing, there's two things that are truths, right? Baseball, forget the game. Baseball is what literally has all of us here together right now. Yep. That's a truth. That's not yep. even a yep. fucking. So that's 100%. one. Baseball. 100% brings us all together the sport of baseball the love um fandom of the the cities we're from and the players that we support all this thing we're baseball people we've either played at a high level played at travel ball high school little little league when we were kids we love the sport it might come down from our families whatever now the game now because we're already baseball fans there's a game of baseball in the esports thing that can link us together when you are trying to grow your stream and I say this quite often, the stream and the game that you're playing, this MLB game in particular, is literally 20% of what matters. Mm. 20%. The other 80%, talking about what Al said, the fact that we can communicate all the time in between each pitch, in between innings, like while it's going on joke, that allows us to build those connections with the people within our community. It's, it's, I, th I like to think that this is the ultimate niche sport game where you can really make a mark and build, you know, at a quick rate. And then if you want to switch games later, you can do that, mm -hmm. you know. But if you focus on, I don't give a shit how I play each day. My crew is going to rock with me regardless. And it's because I'm not like hanging by the game and how good you're playing. I'm hanging by the fact that I want to work hard to get to know every single person that wants to, if they're willing to give up their time to hang out with me, get to know me, I've got to do the same thing to them. And if you do that enough, I hope the people that are listening that are trying to create their streams are fucking writing notes. You will succeed in this space, but you need to get to know these people 
remember their names, learn about their wives, their, their, you know, whatever's going on in their lives, and you will flourish in this space. And if you do that, critiquing the game's fine. You can do that because we all want this thing to get better. I'm a big proponent of, like, accountability's big, you know, and if you've got a platform and you're not talking about things that are accurate, then you're just, you know, you're, you're making shit up. So mm-hmm. I like, my community will rock with me because they know they're going to get the uncut truth and that's it. When good things happen and then people are doing good things with SDS and the game, I'm going to say that, but I'm also going to hold to a high standard because being successful in anything in life, trying to be a professional baseball player, trying to, you know, create a space at, at momentum with dudes or whatever you guys are trying to achieve, you have to do that. Like you've got to hold people accountable. You've, you want things to get better. And when they stay stagnant, that's when there can be frustrations and where people can kind of be vocal and lose their cool a little bit, you know? I feel Absolutely. like that's the one thing this year. We, content's great every year. We know that, but we have stayed stagnant this year. We got promised a lot of things that didn't get delivered, okay? Yeah. Um, gameplay definitely took a step backwards. And you can't kind of hang the hat on content because we know it's going to be great every year. It's a, it's a graphic designer. Yeah. It's going to create a cool new card. It's a rinse and repeat. Like the community wants to see growth. And more importantly, if we're not growing and, and taking leaps with gameplay, one thing I could tell SDS to do is just be better at communicating on your socials and let people know what's happening. Hey, guys, we're a little flooded right now. We're working on some big things that are coming in the future for this thing to be sustainable and grow and get better. We're a little flooded, you know, and then there'll be, they're not going to get all the leeway with that, but they're going to get some from a lot of the purists. They're going to be all right. Okay. They're working on taking this thing complete next gen next year or working on a bigger project with servers. You know what I mean? Like a bigger hitting patch for the next, next game. Cause every year we seem to be like next year is the game. You know, (laughs) it's a, it's a, it's a wash year. They're just going to bamboozle us with content. They're working on something for us. And then when that happens and we don't get that upgrade of gameplay, or then we get disappointed and we don't hear any communication. We just get a live stream like it's as intended. And that's when people really lose their cool. You know, it's like mushrooms. You get kept in the dark and fed shit. <laughs> That's what it is. And then now you're like sitting there waiting, like, when do we fuck just say something to us, man? Hey, we can't do this right now, guys. We're working on it, you know? Something, but we don't have the communication. I'm I'm you curious know? uh what you think, Ants, because uh you've been you've been playing some Madden uh I don't know if you've you're still playing, but I, I know you're yeah. playing for a bit. Um and I mean that that's probably more to say about you as a content creator. Are you trying to like go to other avenues and stuff like that? But I'm just curious how this year's been and and tr- transitioning a little bit into Madden. I'm curious how that's all gone for you too. Yeah, I mean I think for the majority of creators, I think they would say if I can be in a position where I can stream this game, this game, this game, and this game, and be able to maintain a community and maintain an audience and continue to do what I'm doing. I mean, that's like an end game goal for a lot of creators. And a lot of that comes from, you know, you just kind of got to start out somewhere, you know, you mix it in a little bit here, you mix it in a little bit there. And it certainly makes it uh, a lot easier pill to swallow when the state of your, you know, your main game, so to speak, isn't like the most desirable, you know, at, at one time. And I still like on content days, I still get excited and I still, 
am fired up to play MLB the show. And there's still a lot of times where um, I'm love, I'm loving playing it, but it's also been nice to have a refresh, especially for some of us that have been playing for, mm-hmm. you know, multiple years now. I mean, it's basically been for the most part, I mean, obviously there's slight differences, but for the most part, it's been a very similar gameplay experience and content loop since like MLB 19. So it's not just that 22 is what it is. It's that 21 and then it builds off of 19 and then 20 and it all just kind of continues to build up. And so it makes it a little bit easier to make those transitions. But um, I guess, you know, in a roundabout way, it's been really cool to see the support through kind of mixing in some other things here and there. Like, okay, you know, it kind of gives you that, that, that kick as a creator and kind of that boost as a creator. Like, okay, yeah, these people obviously do care about me as a creator and enjoy me as a creator more than just like what I am for this game. You know, I mean, we had talks there in the first couple uh, stream decks of like, I don't want to just be the guy who's like, oh, I just go to Ants to watch Stub Device and then I don't care, you know, outside of that. And so like being able to see some of those growths and transitions, you can see a lot of that gets kind of quantified as you move into these different avenues and different experiences, which is, I mean, I think, I think it's something that's a good Something that's great for any creator to do, really, like at any size. I think the earlier you started out, honestly, even the better. The more people get used to that, and the more people can see you in different uh, yeah. environments and kind of see how you interact in different areas. I think that adds value early on, more so than like digging yourself into a niche more and more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of goes yeah. back to that point. Sorry, no, uh, no, you got, no go ahead, Mingus. I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll be right back. So all of you guys, right? And I will say this, Al. Maybe it'll take you a, a little longer, right? But once you're in this space for a, for a period of time, right, and you, and you follow what I was saying and you prioritize the fact that you care about the people that you meet in your stream, okay? If you focus on that, just like what Ants is talking about, they are gonna, they're not there for that game. They're there because they're your friends. They're your family. They roll in. They know all about you. You know all about them. When you switch different things, you can just go to just chatting. You can go to whatever. It's bigger than the game that you're playing. So you've really got to use a niche game to that everyone has one interest, all baseball. When everyone comes in there, now we get to know everyone else's interests as well. We, now we become like there's proper relationships. And then that's as it, that can take some time, you know, mm-hmm. to get to that hundred viewers, to the two hundred viewers of all the regulars, and you've worked hard each and every day to get to know them. So when they roll in, hey man, how's it going? How's the wife going? Hey dude, remember I was talking about this? Yes, yep. No, yeah, yeah. Pay attention to that shit. It's not your job to turn on the stream and just play a game and be like, people should just be here. It. People will not support you if you don't provide them value and give a shit about what's going on in their life. You mm-hmm. can freaking play chess on stream. They'll rock with you. You know what I mean? Yep. You have a beer, talk about life. That's how you build, build, build. And then you create yourself some freedom of content creation to do whatever you want. You know, I always say this. Dimu was one of the guys that really turn on anything, the people are going to be there. There might be some numbers drop off a little bit, but it's bigger than a game. Oh, he's that streamer. No, it's that's the guy we hang out with. It's like having a barbecue every Sunday and a hundred people turn up and we, whatever's going on in the background is what's going on in the background. We're there because we give a shit about one another and we all just want to win together. If I can help my content creation vision is to get 
keep growing and get as big as I can and to be able to help as many people as possible. I'm 36 this year. I want to see people win in life. I want to pass down as much information and knowledge as I have with life experiences and make, you know, inspire them to be better and then not just tell them that, like support them through it as well. That's why every time I finish a stream, I'll always rate someone. I'll, I'll give five, 10, 20. I will take care of my fucking people because I genuinely give a shit about them. I don't need anything back from them. I want to see them win. And, and they, they feel that and they know, hey, that motherfucker's always got my back. He can't get anything from me. It's not like I can rate him with 200 viewers. Like, I just want to see them come up. And I, if, if the bottom level raises everything, we all go together. You know what I mean? We need the whole program to move forward. So yeah, I, that's I, how I, I feel mean, about it. Yeah. And uh, if, I, if I could jump in here too. Um, Please do. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have ever been to one of my streams, um, I think it's fair to say that when it comes to like MLB the show or anything I play, like I live and die by every pitch. Like if it's a bad call, bad animation, bad RNG, if it's something great, I'm screaming, I'm yelling, whether good or bad, like there's a reaction. And that's that's to the core. That's just who I am, right? That's not fake. It's not me trying to like put on a show. I would be that competitive in chess. If I was in a coffee shop, I'm going to fucking beat you to the door. Like that's just how I am, right? It's, it's the fun that I have. So when I think of like MLB The Show 22, right, this year, um, I know it's in a tough spot, but at the same time, it's taught me a valuable lesson where in 21, I mean, I started streaming in July, like June of 2021. So it's, we're coming up like a year, year and a couple months. Um, and when I first started streaming, it was like, okay, baseball's all I love. It's all I do. This gives me an opportunity, like you guys have all mentioned, to connect with the community, tell people my story, and give a shit about people, right? So it was like, okay, how can I get good at this game? How can I try and provide high entertainment, good at gameplay, and good vibes or a great community? Like, that was my ultimate goal. And when 22 come at, came out, I was like, okay, this is going to be the year where I can, like, really, really hit in on me being, like, top 50 guy and top vibes or top community available. With the game not playing as great as we would probably all care to do, it taught me that MLB The Show isn't the content. I am the content. What I, what, and, and, right. I, and, I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I don't mean that in a pompous way. I mean, like, we are the content, not the game that we're playing. And I think for me and for all of us here, MLB The Show is just the vehicle that I'm currently using to push out my content. I don't know if that's going to be the end game for me. I, I think for all of us and what we aspire to be, like I just look at MLB The Show as my current vehicle that I'm driving for my content creation journey that will not be, like that's the vehicle that I'm gonna use to get to the boat that I'm gonna get, to get to the whatever it is, the, the plane that I'll end up being on. And, and, and I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about like in terms yeah. of content, right? Like in terms of where my content, where I want it to go. MLB The Show is just the vehicle that, I, that I'm choosing to use right now that's going to lead me to that next destination, whether that's still with MLB The Show, a different game, or not even streaming MLB The Show or a game in general. Maybe it is just like you mentioned, like just chatting. Maybe, what, no matter what that next the destination is, MLB The Show is just the current vehicle that I'm using for my content and where I want it to be. And if you can do it right, just as you talked about mangoes, like if you can build your community behind you, if you can genuinely give a shit about people and people can feel that and they can resonate with it. It doesn't matter what my next vehicle is going to be because I, I built that connection that I truly give a shit about people. And when yeah. you, when you've, when you've done that, it gives you the opportunity as a content creator to do the shit that you actually really want to do. Like, do I, do I, in the beginning, like, did I want to play a movie the show every day? 
Maybe not, but I was too afraid to not play it. Because if I did play Call of Duty, if I did play, I don't know, Roblox, which I, I probably wouldn't, but like if I did that, okay, two through two, three viewers. Okay, opportunity may be missed. But now it's like when you when you build a strong community behind you, it gives you the freedom to try things. It gives you the freedom to figure out what you're really fucking meant to do. So I look at MLB 22 as that first like, oh, that first realization that MLB the show is not the content. I'm the content. I'm I'm and it's my job to connect with people. It's my job to give people a place where they feel like they belong. And if I do that, then I don't have to be constrained to just an MLB the show streamer. And that's gonna let that's gonna allow me to then go and do other content that people resonate with. Because at the end of the day, like when we think of MLB the show, as as much as as much as we wanna be the biggest, best, and I and, and again, like I mean this in a very genuine way, like I wanna be the best streamer possible. But MLB the show is still such a small niche. Like it's still such a small niche when you think of like Even larger the sports games. It has a ceiling. It has a yeah, ceiling. Oh, yeah. there, there's a there's a ceiling to this. And so like for me personally, as much as I live and breathe baseball, I have much higher aspirations to get to get much bigger, just as much as we all do. So MLB the show is my vehicle that I'm using right now to get to my end destination. Where that where that is, I don't even know yet. Because I I but I'm giving myself the freedom right now to figure it out. So in five years, will I be streaming MLB The Show? Who knows? I mean, I, I, hope, I hope that I do. I hope that I am. I don't know if I'll ever take that away. But with everything that I've done, it's given me the ability to, to have the freedom to try something else and to really get into the content creator that I want to be, which is a mesh of in real life content, in streaming, and whatever the case is. Um, Long-winded, but I, I hope that, that, that... No, makes sense. That and and to, to what you're saying, right? And you're like, Roblox, two or three viewers, right? And then it's... MLB, more viewers. Anything that you do in life, right? You're not doing that selfishly going to MLB. You are supposed to put yourself in situations to meet great people and positively affect their lives. Do you understand? So the bigger the chance of audience, to in life, you need to put yourself in opportunities to meet people. If you stay in your room your whole life, you're never going to meet that wife of your dreams. You're never going to meet that best friend. You're, you have to find ways to put yourself in opportunities to meet great people. Now, you're going to meet some shitty people, but that's the process of how life works. You filter it out. But you have to find those things. And MLB niche, right? Maybe you can do that ceiling, get to 1,000 viewers or whatever if you get to the end game ceiling. But in that process, now you've put yourself in a position to meet great people. And if you're working on your life privately, as a young man and a young woman, and you're trying to get better every day, now you have a platform to then go demonstrate to other people that you're great, you've got integrity, character, and you're willing to help other people, and you're not about yourself. The bigger the platform, the bigger the showcase of how great you can be and demonstrate to other people the, the positive effect you can have on them. So you can't do that with three viewers. I mean, it's great. I've got three viewers at Roblox. I can all three of these guys think I'm great. You have to scale up. But behind the scenes, if you're not trying to become a wake up each day, have a conversation in the mirror with yourself about how am I going to be better today? How can I make sure that I do something for someone else instead of just myself with selfish fucking mindset? Now, you know, now you can make a difference. And the bigger the platform and the greater the person, the more positive effect you can have on many people's lives with mental health, support, inspiration, all of that stuff 
And if you do that enough and your viewing keeps growing and whatever you do in life, not even streaming, could be like fucking Tony Robbins in a hall with fucking a thousand people listening to him. Now you can really help other people. You know, you never know who's listening to what you're saying that needs to hear some information or a fucking pat on the back or a fucking hug and be like, dog, you got this. I've been through something like that. Go about it like this. And you can affect people and you'd be very surprised how many lives have probably been changed by all the creators in the MLB space with people that are really, really low going through some stuff, you know, losing a loved one, going through depression, dealing with substance abuse. You can fucking help people. A young collegiate athlete that's just blown out his, um, you know, he's just torn his ulnar collateral ligament and he, and he needs some information. Man, what happened with all the people you've been around? How'd they get through this over the mental? You can change people's lives, so don't use this shit for yourself. Help other people, and in turn, you are going to grow, and you will reap the fucking benefits by just demonstrating you're a good person. That Yeah, bring, bring some value to people. Enough. Everyone may have that value in a different avenue, you know? Like, everyone can bring some sort of value like in your content to people. Like, for me, it's trying to keep people informed on how a baseball video game works right now. And when I stream, trying to have a fun time for someone else, it's something different, you know, and everyone has that path to provide. They stop. I feel like you're chuckling over there. Um, no, I'm just like, I'm just smiling. So bro. I just no. I just hope that if you guys did not get this to freaking rewind five minutes and listen to it again, because <laughs> everything is so true, dude. It's just you guys, I, I, I have nothing to say, bro. I'm just smiling, bro. It just makes me. This is how a circle of young men can change each other's minds and help each other to grow. And we're all at different. I'm the oldest. I'm 36, but you are all gonna fucking turn into great men, and you're gonna have some speed bumps. Scan's sitting there. And he's like, oh, I, I probably do this. He probably doesn't even realize himself that he is a role model to so many people. He's so young. Scan's so young. He is a role model to so many people. Um, when they tune into a scan, a scan stream or an ant stream or whoever, they, they experience different things there. Um, sometimes people just need to hang out with Scan to just be like, I need to calm down and just have like that calming presence of just a, a young cat that's, He's a PG guy. He, he never says a cuss word. There's different things you can experience from these people, you know? Like, Absolutely. you get energy from every one of you guys. Oh, I got, if I roll into dude stream, I get that electric energy. Mm -hmm. If I roll into answer stream, I get the electric energy as well. What's up, baby? What's going on? He's like, okay. And then he's coming down. He's doing his thing. And he's insightful about the game. Like, you guys all have so much value as young men, and you're all very different. And, um, you guys are just on the right path, man. And I just, you know, I want to see you guys all win. Yeah, and all the viewers, all the viewers in each one of your communities that come into your chat, you've inspired to start their own streams and you lead by example. And they, they're inspired to do what you're doing and they're going to do it. They're going to do it. You know, if you don't quit, you work hard and you're resilient, you are going to find a level of success. And I don't think you guys know the effect you have on so many people as a as a conglomerate the amount of viewers just within this right here if ants pumps up in the middle of it and he's got 300 viewers and there's thousands of people that we all talk with that we share viewers you know from stream to stream and dog we got to be so grateful for it man they would not be here if you weren't great people they would not support you they wouldn't hang with you as long as you don't fuck up and demonstrate that you care they'll always ride with you guys that's the truth just, uh, that's my rant. 
It's a whole. There you go. It's <laughs> mean, a lot. To that's, a, that's a good way to wrap up that rabbit hole, Woo! but a good rabbit <laughs> hole to go down. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it's all true, and I mean, I'm just speechless. I don't know what else to say. Scan. You got anything? Um. I think I think I think I think we have said it all. I think we have said it all about that manner for sure. There, that is for sure. I want to say this conversation started with us like, "Oh, MLB the show. How do you all feel about MLB the show right now?" And it just went down. This, but that shows where all of our heads are at, man. It shows where all of our heads are at a point where, like, you know, who cares about the game? It is it's about crazy. just yeah. It is it's all crazy. about just our, people, our own content creation goals. And dude said the vessel. He's right. It's about people. It it's is. about connections it really and, and just you know, leading by example. Like forget about all that stuff. As long as you've got a camera in front of you and you're going to have multiple different platforms, you can take it wherever you want to take it. You will not succeed though if you're not trying to be a great person off of camera, being a better husband, being a better brother, sister, a good yep. friend dependable, accountable for when you mess up, because you will, you'll all mess up. Be accountable from that, learn from it, grow. People will always want to surround them. I don't go to a fucking barbecue on Sunday, IRL in real life, and hang out with dickheads. I hang out with fucking dependable people that care, and everyone's just trying to grow and be a better human being every fucking day. And those are the people I I wanna spend time with. And if you've got a camera in front of you, and viewers are sitting there like, you know what, man, I love hanging out with this person because it inspires me to wake up the next day and, and go do something or say, do something kind for somebody. We all want to fucking, no one wants to hang around with a fucking dickhead or an asshole. Like, we all want to do good things together and um, move forward. That's I the key to life. that question when I hang out with Day every night. <laughs> me too. Me too, man. Uh, we, I wish I was at his wedding. You should have given me an invite to your wedding. I would have. Freaking chartered the private jet. I'd have been over there. Nah, me and Andrew I mean, Tate. If you would have told me that, I mean, that's an expensive flight, but it was a good time. You would have had a great time. I'm sure of it. I would have. You would have made lots of friends. You would have made lots of friends. I would friends. love. But, that's something that I would really like to do in the future is be able to meet you, meet each and every one of you guys. Absolutely. Take yourself to dinner, maybe catch a ball game, you know, have a drink here and there. It's something that motivates me. Um, in the future to be able to really spend some time with you guys, man, because I've grown to fucking respect all you guys and love you guys and care for, for, for your positions in life. And I just want to see you guys do great things. I um, would, uh, I'd, I'd love to meet you mangoes. I just wouldn't love to stand next to you. <laughs> I'm five foot nine. So I am actually <laughs> taller than scan though. I will say that it's, I, am it's, than scan. I, I, did, I was so, I'm not gonna lie. I was so disappointed because I came into it mentally when you told me you were like five, eight. I was like, okay, he might be just a little shorter than me. I'm not taller than like anyone I know. And then he was taller than me. I'm five like, nine. Can, I fucked. Can yeah. we just I thought I was five eight. nine too. So I don't, I don't know You're what happened five with that. Nine, Stan. <laughs> can we just talk real quick? Which one of you guys thinks you can take that, that kangaroo in that Twitter photo? That thing's kicking my ass. No, I, think, that sure. I think Al has the best chance or maybe you mangoes. I don't know. Bro. Oh man. That thing, that we'll nasty boy. So what? You were at, nasty you were golfing. Boy today and you just had a kangaroo hop up next Guys, to you like I'm gonna piss oh, myself hundreds, of them, right back. Yeah, hundreds yeah, yeah. of them all over the course <laughs> Do you, Al? yeah hundreds of them. 
And they're they're great. They're they're gray kangaroos. Um, so what do they do? They just like fucking walk around the course. Like how the fuck? All does over that the happen? course. Really? Yep. Joey's Joey's. Um, what? You know, big big great. Yeah. Oh, hundreds and hundreds. Do they of them, like man. try and get everywhere ball or anything? Like you ever? ever no, no. And you walk up. I fed it. That kangaroo. Oh, I actually really? put pulled. I pulled grass out. Went up to it and he put his hand on my thing. And that was a big male. Now, if you went up to a red kangaroo. Yeah. Like a male red, it will kick the shit out of you. <laughs> like it will beat your brakes off. Like, and it's it's like my height, dude. Like, yeah, they get up to like six foot three, and they stand on their tail and they kick the shit out of you. And they got these big biceps and yeah, shoulders. Dog, oh, no joke. Yeah, I wouldn't be anywhere near a red. No way. Yeah, they look like Al in the gym, dude. It's crazy. Man, how yeah, am I ever going to get you guys down to Australia if I can't even get you guys from the East Coast to LA? Jesus, man. <laughs> Dudes, I think you're the next candidate. You'll be oh, down. To, you'll, I'll get you down to Australia. I will, I will gladly, gladly come out to Australia. Yeah. No and questions I think asked. we'll work on, air, you know, I think at some point here over the next 12, 24 months, I'll definitely be rolling through over there. And I've talked to Eric a lot, um, yourself, mm -hmm. and if I can... If I can roll in over there with some of the guys, like dude, you are you are more. You guys, you guys are all more than welcome to roll into the facility if you guys ever find a way in Arizona. Um, yeah, but I would. We, I, we, it will for sure happen. One thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, well, man. Um, I started change the subject, but I did see a good question that came up, and it is kind of Keep relevant because I feel like I don't want to say that everyone has reached their goals, but like, I mean. Me and Scan, like, way back in the day in our shitty setups, bro, like, couldn't even imagine this shit, you know what I mean? Like, the bar has just been set so high, so I'm just curious for all you guys, like, what is that next goal? Like, it seems like everyone's, like, established themselves, so, like, what is that next thing? Like, are you guys thinking that far ahead? Are you guys just cruising right now? Like, I'm just really curious what that next step is, because... It seems that everyone is just, it's just, from year to year, it's just constant growth. And it seems like a lot of goals have been met, but I'm, I'm just curious. So I'll start with you, Scan, because I'm really curious for you. My, my goals are, they've been things that have warped over time. Always, like, things are always changing. Um, really, my goal, like, really the last year has been really trying to, get consistent enough and like really get start to get comfortable understanding that I'm a content creator and doing what I'm doing. And at this point, um, it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing for me because my mind has been all over the place, different things I've wanted to do, but really it's just, for me, it just keep chugging away and hope I can get to a point where I'm comfortable enough with content creation on its own, where I could start to do other things outside of purely just creating and will be the show content all the time. I'm, so I'm just a, getting I'm, to a point. I'm going to add a question to that scan. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. But I'm just curious about this whole ad incentive thing that has changed and giving you guys guaranteed money every month. And I'm wondering if that has changed anything, made you more comfortable, anything like That's that. That's a great like, question. It's that. made me more comfortable in committing time question. to streaming because I've been someone whose perspective on streaming on its own might have been different than some people in this call. Because for me, mentally, streaming had always been something, a secondary thing yeah. to doing videos. Like That's how I view it. I like the video creation and all of that. So like I like getting experimental and really putting 
creative effort into that and then the streaming thing was always just like a oh pop up stream kept the the community and stuff like that as like a second thing but knowing that there's the ad incentive with it that it's like let me commit more to the streaming side of things now than i would have it's giving me a push to want to do more with it than i would have before um because now like for me like i don't know maybe there's a day where i want to stream a long time and i couldn't get a, can't get a video up that day then now at the end said if i feel like it's a monetarily justified decision to be yep. like, oh let me stream for today well in comparison to before i would be like it doesn't really make much sense for me to not upload a youtube video for today when i'm pushing that on all levels so for me it's given me some more leeway to focus more on streaming again which has been nice because i started off streaming back in the day so it's nice to really care about it and put that effort into it again like i honestly like originally wanted yeah yeah it's a game changer it is, an, like, it is a, can i ask ants that same question yeah. i'm curious what you think bro yeah i mean when i say like life-changing like life-changing like to be honest without that it i don't know if i could sit here and say like yeah i'm still full-time content creator really? right now it's like it's like that it, major like, that level yeah 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 i mean it's added so much more stability and you I know, when that. we talk about like that. what goals are next and like everybody yeah. wants to diversify and grow and be something more kind of, it gives you that a little bit of a safety net of like, okay, I can do this without having to fully risk everything. I can put a little bit more time in this other content piece, as long as I'm hitting my stream hours and take some time away from this, because I know I'm still going to be able to make everything work at the end of the day. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Al, I'm, yeah. uh, I I'm curious because... Like you said, I think you said this to me at your last last time I tuned in, but like you have a job you like, right? You enjoy yep. your job. Yep. I'm kind of in the same boat, but I like making content on the side. I'm kind of curious what your goals is from that perspective as a content creator. Okay. Um, and I, if I, I ramble I too much, spot, but no, 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 it's okay. If I ramble too much, just tell me to shut up. But no, we will. Not. I'm at a I really shut up. I'm at a really interesting spot. So I started my first full-time job in February. I started streaming again after that, after writing my thesis again in end of March. May, I was averaging 22 viewers a stream. So like, you don't really look at it anything beyond that. Like you, it's one of your favorite hobbies. You fire up for a few hours, let loose after work. And then end of May, I... I mean, I applied for partner in July. So in just a really short time, yeah. something clicked and I didn't change who I was at all. Just something clicked and my stream started exploding. So I'm, I'm not really sure. Like, yeah, I love my job. I don't think about content creation full time right now, um, but it's my favorite hobby. It's like my favorite thing to do that in the gym are my two favorite things to do. So if I had an opportunity, would I take it? Absolutely. Um, but I'm still, because everything is just kind of starting to do this, I'm still trying to figure out who I am as a content creator. So I did the TikToks for 2021. Um, I just started a YouTube in May. And I just started, and that was with the short form content. I just started debuting players for YouTube videos last month. So I'm, I'm in this weird spot where I'm trying to figure out who I am well, as a content creator, while also dealing with like increasing numbers and there's just, it's, it's definitely something I'm learning to balance and I'm proud of myself for how I've, how I've 
made a schedule and balanced things for myself it's, so far. But it's we're proud of you too. Tough, we're proud dude. of you too, it's dude. Incredibly question tough, though. Dude. I got a question though. Yeah. Is it something that you want to do though, Al? Absolutely. All right. Okay. Wait. So in a perfect world, you would love hear me out. You'd love to be able to work at your own pace from home, do your own, be in yeah. control of everything. You'd like to do that. That's yeah. what you would like to in a perfect Absolutely. world, right? Perfect now, world. Yeah. Now there's this little space in the back of your mind, right? That's like, you know, I'm not sure still though. I don't know. I cannot stress to you enough though, as a young man, if that's something that you want to do, I started this when I was 33 years old and you saw the hours I put in month to month, right? Yep. I fast tracked my process because anything I've done in life, when I wanted to be a professional baseball player, I went all in. When I wanted to do this, scout, when I wanted to do all these, when I go all in. When I wanted to start streaming, I went all in. If you want something, you have to fucking make the decision and take the risk and go all in. If you never do that, you are never going to reach any full potential. And if you don't have that own self-confidence to believe that you can do it, that's something you've got to work on because you can. Every yeah. one of you guys, you, can, you have to work on that and believe you can do it. You need to understand that hard work will get you there, being able to adapt on the fly and backing yourself. You understand? You, so if it's a dream to be like, I wake up every day, I can, I can do whatever I want. I don't have to go drive to work. I don't have to pay for gas. I don't have to do any of this because I can, I can enjoy the time that I can spend with other people. And I worked hard to put myself in this position. And I'm nowhere near the end game for me. I've got huge plans in the works, right? But you have to, if it's something you want, you go all in. Don't fucking half-ass it. You will always be mediocre if you half-ass your shit. And if you want it to move quick, take your chances. Even more so. If I take chances at 33, you're in your 20s, take those fucking chances. Go after it because you're going to enjoy life more when you don't have a boss, when you don't have this. People aren't dictating your terms. you got more. you can be like, oh, I can do this today with my wife or my girlfriend because I'm running my own existence. Time... And your freedom is the most important thing in life. Work hard to get yourselves in that position, and you are going to be in control of your happiness. The end game is the pursuit of happiness. Put yourself in a position to be able to be in control of your own time. And it's a wrap, fellas. It's a wrap. I want to jump in on this because I feel I like this is almost a full so. circle moment because I had a conversation with none other than Mr. Dude's a Dude while we were in Vegas about seven months ago where – Something eerily reminded me of what you are mentioning, where he was happy with what he was doing, but, you know, had done the content creating and uh, an opportunity was coming up um, at that time. And I told him about my experience, about how I was in college trying to be first an actuary, then a math teacher, doing content creation on the side. And I knew I had the potential to make something bigger out of it, but I never committed that sole time to it because I was a student. I had other things to worry about. And I got to a point where I, I recognized I didn't want to do the thing I was originally doing and I had a decision to make. Do I continue school and try to pursue that thing and maybe just keep doing the streaming thing on the side? Or do I just go all in on content creation and do that? And I stopped going to school. I went all in on content creating. That was the end of 2021 or beginning of 2021, 
And ever since I've been doing the content full time and all that has transpired the last couple of years has happened because of the effort I put into it then. And exactly. I, what, what, one thing I've learned, especially in the content creation space is the thing that stops a lot of people. Like once you get to a certain point where you've got things clicking, you've got an idea of how to grow your content. The thing that stops a lot of people is the work of consistently putting in, putting out other content, consistently streaming. Um, that a lot of it is within reach. You know, you have this fear when you're on the fence where you're like, if I put in that time, am I going to really get that out of it? Is it something that like, is it worth something to do? Cause like, it's a scary leap to do, but when you care about something as much as it, and you feel it, it's something that you can do once you get to that certain point, the thing that stops you is the work itself. So if you can give yourself that promise that you, if, if you, you commit to it, and put in that work of consistent, consistently making content and pushing in that avenue. The only thing that stops you is yourself at that point. And I, yep, go, go on. on. Well, I think that it's the biggest thing is not even the work, right? I think the problem is the doubt, the doubt that's in your mind, like you just said, that you're not going to get out. Am I going to get something out of it? And then the other one the people that are around you that disapprove of what you're trying to achieve, that yeah, don't think that it's a real something. No one is going to understand your vision yourself. And if you don't have supreme confidence, throw that doubt out the fucking window. Once that's gone and you are like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to accomplish it and I'm going to have success because I know that it's all dependent on the work and the work will get me there regardless. That will get you there. The doubt is what slows you down from actually putting in the consistent work and the disapproval from a mum, a dad, or maybe a girlfriend is like, oh, you know, just get a real job, you know, not, well, fuck, look at all the people in the world that do things and we're like, oh, we can't do that. Yes, you can do that. You just, you've got this doubt in your mind that you can't do it, you, you know? The I, doubt slows few, you down I, from the work. I have a few things. First thing. I also do, so. I think to. that... The ad incentive program has changed people's Changes minds that. about going full time because I think the most, the hardest thing to struggle with as a content creator is how much money is going to come this month. Especially on Twitch. Twitch is so yes. inherently inconsistent. And and that's my biggest not, point. Not everyone, so. not everyone can get 2,700 <laughs> subs every month. Sorry <laughs> to break it to you, Mangos. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but no, 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 I think the ad incentive like actually helps like those points a hundred percent. And I feel like it's something overlooked because blah, ads, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think that it's a super consistent way for people to kind of ease that sort of doubt in their mind. Second thing I'll have to say is there, I, I don't know how many people, but I know probably like like me and Aloof, we have good jobs that pay good money. And if I was to go full time, that'd be a pretty consistent, huge pay cut for quite a bit. And I can't afford the life that I currently live. Yeah. Which you're in a catch 22. Yep. Is the way with some people as well. So. But I'm not saying it's not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? To freaking go and chase your dreams and do all that. You know what I mean? But I see both sides to it. You know what I mean? I think uh, 
and Al, you can jump in if you want. But as someone who's just recently made that commitment, that jump, that like, I don't know what's going to be on the other side of this, but I'm committing. I, I had the job that paid well. I had, uh, I was streaming as much as I possibly could. I was doing content as much as I could. But you know what I wasn't doing was getting sleep. I wasn't taking care of my health. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't yep. being a great partner to my to my wife. Yeah, I was still in a, as I was as good as I could be, but yep. I wasn't I wasn't as 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 great as I could be. And as a result of that, there's a ton of sacrifices that came with the lifestyle that I was living at that time, working full time and and trying to do streaming full time. And at the end of the day, what you guys have to ask yourself, and anybody who's who's watching this stream is kind of caught in this in between. And I'm not saying anybody of any of us are in this in between. But if you are in one, you got to ask yourself, like, what is it that you're most passionate about? And what is it that you wake up every day wanting to do? And if that is content creation, great. If, 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 you, if you enjoy it, if you have this great job that pays well and it gives you the flexibility to stream when you can and you're, you're kind of building both at the same time, that's fucking great. Like, don't, don't leave that unless you have aspirations for it to be, I want to be a content creator. I want that to be my sole income. I, want, I, I have so many more. I, I have other goals in mind. Because just to kind of give you guys like a sneak peek of like my life and choose to go to Momentum, I left a job that paid me much more than what I get paid at Momentum right now. I, I, the job that I had was way more secure. It had, it had a, a much better trajectory of where I was supposed to be, right? At Momentum right now, I make more, less money than I did with my current job. I also, I've mentioned it before, but I also came to Arizona still having to pay my rent in California. So like the last five months, I've been paying off California money while in Arizona. But the you reason can't just why break your lease and lose your bond there? No, no one God will take no. It. No, one no, will take that house. no, no. God no, God no. Welcome Whoa. to California, boys. Oh, no. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to California. Damn. Welcome to California, boys. Oh, no. uh, I'm not going. I'm not going there. Uh, Sorry, man. Goes. That's but the, the, uh, the, the point being, though, is that I, I took that risk and financial risk because at the end of the day, like, one, once in a lifetime opportunity, but two, like, this is genuinely what I wanted to do. And if I have to take a step back to propel myself forward, I'm, I'm willing to fucking eat top ramen. I'm, I'm willing to do what it takes to make sure that I can, I can put my best self forward so that I can commit to what I truly want to do, which is full-time con full content creator or whatever that, whatever, that, whatever that is. And part of that is you know, creating a business around it, creating the content, uh, not being just dudes a dude, right? Just dudes a dudes one person, but creating something around it, a, a much bigger, larger scale. But it, I just came to this point where I was like, I, as much as I'm, I'm doing great with what I have, but I am sacrificing so much in order to make this happen. And, I, and at the end of the day, like Mangos has said, I wasn't reaching any full potential. And like, I still haven't reached that full potential. But at the same time, like when I, when I wake up every day, no matter how much I'm making, I am fucking stoked beyond belief for what I get a chance to do. And no matter how much money I do or don't make or what the future holds, like in this blippet of time, like this is truly the happiest I've ever been. And that's something I can't really put a price on. Um, now, I do think it's going to end up going to be something that's going to be great down the line but i did have to take that financial risk i did have to take that step back in order for me to be like no i'm i'm bought the fuck in and i, I i'm betting on myself because that's really what i'm doing i'm i'm taking that that time and that that effort to bet on myself because i do think i can do this so yeah. if, if you guys do have that job that allows you to do both and you're happy don't fucking don't do anything like continue what you're doing and if you're producing the best content that you're happy with and at the end of the day you're fucking happy like there isn't a reason to change that but if there is that little voice inside your head 
that's like, fuck, man, I really wish I could do X, Y, Z more, then it does, you will reach a point where you're like, okay, I, I do have to make that, that, that decision to, to jump off and, and commit to this if I'm going to reach my full potential. Um, we've definitely talked about this before, mm -hmm. and it's like, when do you make that jump? And I think for you dudes, the opportunity was so obvious. But for yeah, other I, people, I would, it's like... I would, I would agree that the opportunity was obvious, but if I didn't slave away for months on end to put, to put myself in that position, and I think that's, that's the other part too, is that like I sacrificed everything to put myself an opportunity to get there, whereas like... I, I just hope that if, if this is something that you guys want, not you guys, I'm talking like, you know, the community. Yeah, people yeah. And like, if this is something that you want to commit to, like, you've got to buy in, in anything. Like Mangoes has said, I don't, I don't care if you want to be the best chef, the best uh, baseball player, softball player, streamer, whatever it is. Like, you've got to put 180% into it or else you're never going to get to where you eventually would like to be. I, I like to use, um, so, Cole, first of all, I'll say this. You might have taken a pay cut in that situation, but I guarantee you that your life has more value yeah. now than it did before. 100%. Okay. 100%. Like, it's not even close because, like, just because, let's say, make a round number, say you make 100,000 in whatever you do, but you go over here and things are, and you make 70. And I'm just using round numbers. Yep. Things will offset that. You can then take in account of happiness extra time different things like and then the second point is i need you I, I like young men should understand young men and women right there is nothing that exists in the universe in time and space there is no scenario where you can propel yourself forward without burning something it does not exist if you any one of you guys can find this in anything right drive a car you need to burn fuel, propulsion, rocket ships, same deal. Something needs to burn to move forward in anything. It, nothing. Like growing a plant, you have to burn some nutrients. You have to fucking burn some fuck. It, I'm telling you, there's not one scenario. A human being, to grow, you have to burn protein. Everything in the entire universe, you have to sacrifice something. We say sacrifice. Really, you have to burn something to become something or move forward. You can't travel a distance. Nothing exists in the universe. Astrophysicists talk about it all the time. These crazy fucking guys. It was, so when you say, I've, I've given this up, you've done all this to move yourself forward. It's yep. just how the universe yep. works in yep. any door scenario that exists. Door opens. Yeah, in, in you know anything. what they say. In absolutely anything. That is exactly you know, how things work. One, you've got more value now in your life you know happiness doing the things that you love you can take a pay cut here you're moving forward in a different direction so i feel like you haven't regressed you've actually gone forward even though you're not making the same amount of money that's just a whole nother equation that's in the bigger picture um 100 it was like a, a giant slingshot is the way i look at it you know the word risk the word risk and sacrifice are the same thing as a young man take your risks take your risks Burn your fuel to move forward, right? 
everything in life you have to burn something and sacrifice something to grow in any area like it just that's just how the fucking universe works so this is the last thing i want to say about this because i know al wants to speak i know he's probably sitting there like let me talk guys no it's okay i mean like i want to quickly say how this is a theme i hear very often in this space remember the the crazy drama the other week with hundred thieves and guys that were part of that they had an opportunity to be part of hundred thieves and didn't create enough content. The only thing that stopped him was himself. And so many people spoke about it and were like, hey, when I got started, I was making blah, 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 blah. I would have loved to be a part of that opportunity like you guys were. Oh, yeah. That's where it's getting going. And a lot of what this is for a lot of people who are getting going is that taking that jump and working through the the gritty times of getting going at the start to to take that shot at it because yep. it, it that's the, it's the people that take that shot that get to the point where those big creators are at now. And the yeah. guys like I mean, Myth, if you got the biggest creators in the, the industry, basically the math, a lot of them, if all of them went through something like that yeah. while getting going. The math guy will understand. Ants, he understands. He understands numbers better than anyone like it. Maybe you, you tried to be a math teacher, failed at that. Now you're just a goofy content creator. All right, scan, Agreed. whatever. But the math guy, he understands. Every one of us here at some level at the moment understand exponential growth, right? We understand the start where we're just spinning our wheels we finally get traction and the numbers ch- change sometimes like your basic person will be like oh well if i do this that'll accumulate from 50 to 100 well no it can go 50 150 you know what i mean 150 600 like you can it's not the same thing you've just got to put in that work take your risk burn your fuel once your traction goes that ball rolling down the hill it turns into a snowball, okay? And you'll never, you'll all, don't be the person that looks at something over here and is like, doesn't take their risk because they've weighed up this thing. The bigger picture, you know, it'll do a hell of a lot more for your life, your mental health, all of those things. And back to what they were saying before, when dudes was talking about, when he was chasing that, it was hard to be a good husband, sacrifice of time. You, once you go all in on something that's when you work the balance for the things that really matter you know the the loved ones around you you balance that out if someone really wants something you'll find a way to make it work you know what i mean you'll you'll figure it out but take your chances like take your damn chances don't fucking wake up 60 man and be like i've worked this dead-end job for 25 years and i still I'm not going to pay my mortgage off till I'm fucking 70. And then what am I going to do? Get on my fucking 401k. Like, fuck that. <laughs> You've got it. We all yeah. live in a world now that's very different. With e- Anyone with an, an internet connection and a computer, you can create your own existence. With e-commerce, streaming, creating these things, working on yourself, being bigger and better, fucking create your own space. You've got it. Everyone can do it. So, like... Go all in on it, man. Don't let someone dictate your terms. You'd be your own man or your own woman and just be great. Al? Mustache guy? Al. Jump in, Al. I Get don't in. have as I much lo- to say. Get in, I, I Scan love, I love everything think. about this conversation. You guys are but incredible. Need to hear, they need to hear it. It's, I mean, very much I went so. to school forever. Like, literally forever. I College four years, then master's for three years, and you get your first job. And what happens now? I have to start paying student loans. So like it's it's nearly impossible to project what I could be making on Twitch or making creating content overall. It's just really hard to make that jump. I understand like why you need to take risks and stuff, 
but it, I'm a very, very small creator. So if I quit my job right now, doing what I'm doing now, I'm in the streets in two to three months. You make well, a yeah, plan. Time might not be for you right now. Yeah. You no, might, no, it might not be you for you right now. I, I think, you might, listen. I, I think everything, like you guys are saying, it comes to a point, right? Yep. And you have to identify what that point is. But if you work hard mm -hmm. enough, it will present itself. I know what you're you should say, or get us, off but... the pod, but you have to make a plan. Like you have to make your plan. Step one for you is is a balancing act. It's not the yep. end game, but you've got to make your plan, right? Your end game is okay. When you do two things, like dudes just said, like all the other guys said, it's it's like Shohei Otani. You're doubling your workload. Sleep's tough. Um, yeah. You sacrifice some health. I, I sacrifice oh, health to fast so track it with all sleep, this all these dude. hours. I know this it's is aggravating. Real. So but you sleep. got you have to make the plan and then you can transition into what you're doing but just you know you got to do it that way i know that you feel trapped because the whole system of student loans it's fucking it it gets you <laughs> it we're designed to be fucking financially trapped we all are it's just how it works you know it's how credit yeah. cards are it's how all the shit is so but if that's what you want to do and the ceiling's higher there and you identify that you've got fucking you got talent you're dedicated to hard work, right? And you've already seen a, a, a very short period of time of people getting around you. Oh, maybe they might, you're like, maybe there might be something here. Yep. Maybe there can be something here right now. That should be the little bits of fuel that each and every one of you guys need to have that bit of confidence. And if there's ever a month where it seems stagnant, don't be fucking mentally weak. Don't think, oh, fuck, maybe I can't do it. Cowboy the fuck up and just understand Numbers do this, but they will grow exponentially, and you got to follow it. But make your plan for your end game, dream, and your happiness, and work hard to get there. And don't fucking make excuses. Don't make excuses and go after it, because you'll find yourself looking back when you're 28 years old. How old are you now, Al? 25. 25. You'll look back at 28, 29, and be like, "God damn it! I'm fucking glad I listened to that." And I had a plan and I fucking sacrificed. I burnt my fuel, that extra bit of hard work. And now I can take a, a little bit of a breather. I've got free time. I'm a little, I'm a little happier. And now I'm still chasing the next big thing, you know, and it never, it never ends. stops. It never it stops. Never yep. Stops. Yep. It never stops. It never ends. You know, no. but you look back yeah. and be like, God damn, fuck. I could be doing this thing over here that I did all that shooting depot. And now that's, fucking 70% paid off and I'm making way more money than I'm doing over here. I got more time with my girlfriend. I'm fucking happier. And if there's a day where I feel like I don't want to do shit, no one can call me up and go, nah, fuck you, dude. You got to be here tomorrow, like right now in an hour. Like no one can do that to you. You can't put a price on that happiness. Like you, when you run your own race, man, people say this all the time. Jeez, I'd love to be, you know, own my own business. You work fucking harder when you don't have a boss. When it's all on you, you work harder. Mangoes, like, I have a question. Did you ever have a job in between quitting baseball or not quitting just like, you know, yeah, whatever retiring. it is. Yeah. And streaming. Did you have any sort of yeah, job oh, in yeah. between? Cause I've, yeah. I have never I heard property, that story. Property. I, I did property development. I fucking, I went through th uh, three different houses. Like my first house I bought was when I was a professional, you know, condominium mm -hmm. in Florida. Um, bought a house um, on the water here in Australia for like 660000 right? 
when I went in on that with my older brother, that went up to 1.3 million. The global financial crisis hit, and then the the house market went back down. That same house went to like 750. So we ended up selling it. We could have sold it and made like 250 grand each, and we only ended up making like 40,000 each. After all, you know what I mean? Like life happens. Understand this, but like I've done. That's why when I'm talking to all you guys, it's like I'm not baseball player streamer. Like mm -hmm. I'm pro fucking life and doing, you know, working hard and different things. Dude, I painted. I was a fucking painter. I was painting houses. houses I have a full yeah. painting trade. Oh, I was going to say, I, I need to see some of those. I can paint houses. Yeah. Yeah. I can finish. I can gloss. I can edge. <laughs> I can indoor spray in a suit like a leaf. That's just level. because you're that tall, fucker. You yeah, know, like I did, I did painting. <laughs> I did real estate first, so selling, then property yeah. development. Um, then I was like working with like big machine, big machinery companies as a sales representative, and then like doing streaming and stuff. But always investing in different things as well. Like, you know, like yeah, you'll figure it out. Like, it's hard to put an old head on young shoulders, but you'll wake up in your mid thirties one time, and you'll have all these different experiences in life, and you'll fucking feel a hell of a lot different. That's why. Dude, and, and even if you don't, it's okay. I think I think that's the the biggest thing. Like, it's okay to not fucking be okay. <laughs> It is okay scan, to not be when you okay. Scam before when you asked scam before and you were like, "Oh, what's the big plan?" It doesn't fucking matter if he doesn't even know. Uh, it, it doesn't matter exactly. yet. He, he shouldn't God, have damn. an idea. All yep. he should be doing right now is taking his risks and being like, "This is what's making me happy right now. It's my my aspirations to do this. I'm going to work hard for that." And then when things change, he changes, and you adapt to whatever those things are that put you in a happy space in life. You are going to all fucking die at some point. You can't take shit with you. Relish in trying to maintain your happiness and the rest will sort itself out. You know, Al, you got to make a plan. You got to make a fucking plan because so, you can do all of this. So I think I'm, I'm at that point where I get to start making a plan. I'm getting to that point where, like you said, I've had a couple months where I see potential and I'm starting to get the hang of things and I love what I'm, I love doing it. So there's a chance for me. And then it's all about like these small steps for me as well. So like we were talking about role models and stuff like that. Like our viewers look up to us and stuff like that. But you like you guys are role models for me as like I'm not trying to fanboy here. But if you asked me four months ago if I'd be on a podcast with you guys, like I would have thrown up and laughed in your face. Like it's just like building these relationships and friendships like not like it just makes me happy. Like, it just brings me happiness to be like, you know what, like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. I want to keep doing this. I want to keep building these relationships and I could fucking do this. So well, you, you dude, you, you nailed it right there. A lot of a lot of times people think that you do this alone, but the biggest way to grow is to build a fucking tribe. You build a tribe of core good friends and surround yourself with good fucking people especially like let's let's imagine like the six of us decided to just ha basically hang out every day we support each other every day we support our communities whatever the case is right if you able to make genuine friendships and you build a tribe alongside like it doesn't have to be all by yourself like and yeah. and like i look at guys like uh in, in our space right like at the t at the top of this tier like when scan went out and did the um uh the the mlb crater craters cup I saw guys like your friend Kyle, uh, Samuel Adams, uh, Dimu, Kooks, like they have their, they, they have built their own like tribe, right? And they have all grown with each other. And I, I kind of see them as like the, the, the top of this thing, right? So for me, it's like, all right, well, like I want to build that too. 
Like, I want to fucking build my own tribe. I don't want to do this all alone. It doesn't have to be that way. And it, and it takes a little bit longer, if you ask me, in my, my honest opinion, to try and do this all on your own without realizing that, like, you can make genuine friendships. And if, if you do yeah. the right things for the right reasons and you try to be a genuine person about it, like, it, in, in, inevitably, you start to grow along with everybody else. I would almost yeah. say, definite, like, period, in anything that you do in your life, can't do any of it alone look at yep. like a big fed a fed a guy working federal banker you can't do you can't get great success in anything alone so when you have connections and you build relationships you should cherish them and fucking make sure that you're doing the right thing by those people none of us can do the shit alone no one no one can you need to to do that that's why i'm such a big advocate of making sure the people come like when al messaged me a long time ago I, I got back to you, didn't I, Al? I was like, message you yeah. straight back on Twitter, way back. And he's like, hey, man, look, I'm looking, you know, I know I'm not where I need to be yet. I'm like, dude, fucking, you're doing great. I'm like, no one looks down on fucking people. Like, everyone wants to uplift someone. If someone's working hard, wants to do it, you got my time, dog. You know? It's, you can't, you can't do it. You can't do the shit alone, you know? Keep your, keep your, you know, filter out people that are fucking, like, selfish, fucked up people, but, like, and work hard for the other people around you. You know what I mean? Like, get on the program. Bring value to other people so they can bring it to you. Like, don't roll into fucking town just wanting to take. Work hard. And I'm not employing... If I fucking own any store, right, am I going to employ someone that doesn't fucking bring value to the company? Like, fuck no. Like, come in. You bring value. I'll bring value to you. And then you've got me. What do you think? Uh, this is so Dude, funny. I think, I think wait, wait, Ants, wait, wait. Ants, Ants, Ants so, just is, is out. So mango, mango, mangoes, mangoes is just telling me. Mangoes is telling me the most important information I've ever heard in my life. And right above him is Ants with the frozen camera. It is impossible. That's why I tried to duck my head out. I was like, these why does he, this, Chat, why does he look like fucking Mr. Toad from Wind in the Willows right now? What? He looks like a fucking frog. Oh man! <laughs> oh, someone oh. screenshot that in the vlog. Oh, right I now. already have, I have a to the meme yeah, folder. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> to the meme it's folder. It's all clipped. Oh. oh my god! But oh god, trying trying to go back on a serious note a little bit. Absolutely. Um. Oh god, I only I lost my train of thought. God damn it! But, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait! We're <laughs> no. now watching ants play. Okay, wait, okay, wait. Am I frozen again? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I see you oh, now. I should switch it back. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. So, oh my god. Um, but to be honest, I don't have any IRLs that like to produce content in this sort of fashion. So, one of my huge goals when starting to stream MLB and stuff like this was I want to do my best to get involved with everyone because my favorite thing about this is building the relationships. So it's like, I'm not having, I'm not reaching my full potential if I am doing this alone. And I wasn't afraid to reach out to major, even though he didn't, he may have not known I existed at the time because I just want to try and get my name out there. Really? Like I, I want to like, I just want to hang out. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want to do things like this because that is where I can, make good relationships, reach my goals, all that stuff. Now, I'm no, gonna be, I'm going to be honest, no. Al. This is the first time I Wrong. ever met you and talked to you, and, you know, I 100% can vibe with you. 
bro. Like, I think that, I get oh, those same Don't say that. But don't say that, Al. Don't you can't be like, I just want to hang out. Do you believe I'm not, I'm bring, not trying to like yeah. I know, but do you hang on. Do you believe that you bring value to this situation right here? Yeah. Absolutely. You fucking better. Little, you fucking better. Yeah. You no fucking, hesitation. Don't make, you, don't make you it fucking, seem like I hesitated. You Val, fucking Al, better, you my dude. Yeah, you wouldn't be in this scenario if people didn't identify you as a good person, bringing charisma, being funny, and that there was value from, from insight and the situation that you were. And then some older guys, maybe a bit more established, that, that see a lot of themselves in where you are now and wanting to help you propel forward. Like, People want to help people that are doing the right thing. So if you always put your best foot forward and you are trying to grow and help others and people see you're not selfish, you are going to get a rope ladder dropped down and people are going to fucking pick you up. You know what I mean? I you mean, bring value to the situation. I don't, I don't want to single do. anyone out, but it's so obvious the people that are genuine and the people that are not. I can identify it almost instantly, and I feel like that's one of my positive qualities. But, dude... If you're in it for the wrong reasons, bro, I can sniff that shit out a fucking mile away, dude. Yeah. 100%. And that's, that's another reason why going full-time, considering full-time is scary, because I never want to put the pressure on me, or especially my viewers, to provide what I need to survive. Which is why I'd rather, right now, think about it in the future, but work so that I can keep producing the best content i can produce right now and having like zero pressure while doing it i'll tell you guys something funny i'll tell you something crazy so back to what ants was talking about and day were talking about a bit earlier day brought up the ad incentive program and Ant said it was life-changing life-changing right but think about this the people that didn't give a shit about that ad incentive program a year ago are the ones reaping the most benefits from it right now you want to know why because they put in all the hours not even knowing about the future and it just happened to work out and be like an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because when they look yep. at our analytics and they see this motherfucker streams for 100 hours every month or 150, the offers are big. You know, I might have 120 average viewers and then there might be someone with the 400 average viewers and it's like, it's a constant change. So it's like, now people are like, oh fuck, now I want to put in the hours because that thing exists. But if you just put in the fucking hard work with aspirations to be bigger regardless, you'd be waking up today in a great situation. You know what I mean? So sometimes you've got to go into the night fucking blind, man, and just pump out the work, back yourself, and be like, reiterate to yourself every day the great qualities that you have and believe that why can't that be me? When you see any other person in a space with success, why can't that be me if I'm willing to put in the work? I have those qualities. I can do it. So I, I, I've never been a big fucking supporter of that mentality of like doubt. You know, you get no. near a Goggins or other motivational speakers, fucking, you gotta, you can't be great if you don't have fucking belief in your, your own abilities, you know? I tell, you I, got I, to, I, man. I tell, I tell Scan that all the time, actually. I do, actually. Mm-hmm. I know it's, Scan it's, might be someone that deals with it sometimes. Like, can oh, I, can I? But yeah. he can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he can, dude. Man. 1,000%. Look at, the, look at the TikTok king up there with his poodle in the background. He's not like, motherfucker <laughs> like just went after it, man. You know? As well, and you know, Al. Thing is, oh, I was going to say, like, that feeling when you, you mentioned how you had that feeling. Like, oh, I didn't expect to ever be on like, an inter- uh, podcast with you guys. 
I they they knows may know what I'm referring to, but back in the day when we were first getting going, I still remember we we did a tournament. We had a we had a watch party for a tournament, and after the tournament, we interviewed Coogs and Twin, and they didn't tell me that we were interviewing Coogs Coogs as a surprise, and it was like was like, hey, I got a surprise guest, and then Coogs hopped in, and back then me, I was like, oh. <laughs> Like I, I'd not expect that coming, and like I have that clip saved in my phone still, just because I think it's hilarious to look back to. But like my this favorite is great memories, like, dude. When, you, when your and idols like, become memories, your rivals, dude. dog. When your idols become your rivals, right? Scan, fucking scan, fanboy, fanboy scan. feeling it. No, no, no. Coogs hopped in. I was talking to him. Scan was fucking speechless, dude. He was yeah. shooketh. <laughs> it's so funny to think about. It's so funny, yeah. dude. That it's right. um that feeling is a very common feeling, but then it you is. get to a certain point okay. where they're they're your equals, and you're like, I deserve to be here, and you get to that point where you you start to recognize that. Isn't it great that no one needs to be a particular thing, right? How how fucking amazing is that? That you can be anything, you know. You can be look at anything. If you look at complexity or hundred, every individual is different. You might have the the, the nerdy, unathletic guy, or the 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 jockey Nick Merckx, like it. There's a space for for all of us in here. That's what's great about it. You know what I mean? Like everyone will relate. It's just you don't need to be any fucking specific thing. But you have to fucking believe in yourself, or it's a wrap. You know, you're done. You're cooked. You've killed yourself before you've even begun. I gotta call my boss. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm I'm just joking, but yes, I mean it's it's I mean yeah. it's important, man, to talk about this sort of shit too, because like so often and even like dude, me and Scam were talking about it like, okay, I don't want to shit on Twitch because whatever, we're here, blah blah blah. But dude, literally every thirty all those events scan, right? It's like how to gain more influence, blah 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 blah. It's like we're having that already, dude. You know, it's like by talking to each other and like telling people the mistakes that you've had, it's like everyone has this collective knowledge. It's just it makes everyone better. And I think so many people are afraid, like Al probably is like, oh, these guys are so big, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, fuck that. Like, we all came from the same fucking spot. Like, I was yeah. streaming. Everybody it all started with one viewer, with one viewer. PS4. And PS4 camera, and I had a freaking, like, I had a speaker connected to my computer that was connected to song requests because I thought that was cool, and I was streaming out of my fucking basement, <laughs> the fucking lowest quality of all time. True. But you know, we all we all come from somewhere, dude. So I remember I I I was streaming twenty hours a week for five months before I hit 50 followers for affiliate. Oh, like, that's like, yeah, you know, dude. Like five months. Yeah. Like, scans like that. Scans so like that too. There was a time where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like ever become a Twitch affiliate. Like, I don't know. It took me a year to get followers. affiliate, dude. I'm jealous. <laughs> if you guys don't know the story, I mean, look, our guys in here know the story, but if you don't know the story of fucking scan, you need to go to his Twitter and look at a pin thing. He put out a great video yep. of the process. It took him seven years. And it is one of the greatest uh, motivational videos if you're a, an up and coming streamer or content creator that will get you to the next level. And you, some people will look at it and be like, well, fuck, seven. 
that's displayed incredible fucking like tenacity, resilience. Like I that is probably inside of our community the most inspirational piece for me personally out of anything or anybody is is that from Scan. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent. Not even close. Didn't quit. Yes, he might have been half assing it, similar to you, Al. A little bit like, can I do it? Can't I do it? But he never fully quit. And then he slowly grew in his not his channel, but his mind to take that chance. And then he's in he keeps investing a little bit more time, a little bit more, okay, I can do it, I can do it. And then he's gotten to partner and where he is now to where he's a, a big name in this community and he's still so young and he's got the rest you have to be like that too Al. i can promise you this none of us would be saying this to you if it wasn't the truth no one's fucking sitting here to make people feel good i promise yep. you that if you were yep. dog shit and you were trash on your stream <laughs> and you weren't putting in the right quality of work or demonstrating the good character we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah we've had you, you've been told had... this because i personally believe you'd be where I am, me personally, not about the other guys. I think you'd be my position on Twitch right now in the next fucking 12 months if you just went full, full in on it. I believe that. As a scout, I've scouted Major League Baseball players with the Miami Marlins. I had to go travel around, fucking get radar gun readings, file reports, send them over to fucking Gary Denbo in the front of it to fucking scout kids. If I see someone coming up in the community, be like, he could do it. Like I'm scouting them, I can see that they can do it. You know, I'd, if I had to bet, I'd bet on you. That's the truth. Thank you. I agree. It is the truth. I agree. Vouch. What do you uh, have to say, Scan? I, 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 also, is not in the chat. Coogs is not in here. You're good. Wait, by the way, Scan would have told him given up if he didn't meet me that's facts right there <laughs> you two are such good it's friends, a it's, man. it's a it is it is a journey uh, but like yeah i will say like no, i'm just i'm just kidding but scant no, no, you're I right about Scan. that you're right about that he's grinding for everything he has love him so much it's a it, content creation's a emotional roller coaster you know it's gonna be one yeah. of those things that you gotta fight through a lot of stuff you gotta work hard yeah it's something that like if you enjoy it you, you got to go through that time and effort. Like everyone, everyone has a very similar experience somewhat getting going in some capacity in that a lot of people, like nobody's alone in it, you know? And you can just tell, like, like I could tell every time you've reached out to me, I'm like, this dude cares about this. He yeah. cares yeah. about making content and putting a good effort into it. And like Mangoes is saying, like, I think everyone here thinks that, you know, like someone like you could easily be someone that down the road beat where we're all at, where a lot of us, like all of us, like, like we, I've seen it now, like being doing this now, like I see the parallels to people who are getting into it and who have gotten to a certain point to when I was at that point in terms of like my space of content. And the, the, the number one thing is like what Mangas mentioned, the doubt that stops people. And I've had a conversation with like a few people now where I, I, I tell them my experience about what happened with me and, how I got involved with this and it's gotten me where I'm at now. And I think at this point, like kind of like mango says how, like, you know, like, I mean, the, the big thing for a lot of people is that they feel like they don't know what's going on the other side, but a lot of times we're the thing that's happened on the other side of going full-time content creating now. So, and, so and scan it's, it's self-confidence, isn't it? Like I've, you, we've all got to be honest. I don't give a fuck if you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Every one of us, 
has days where we have fucking self-confidence issues. That's the, yeah. that's the human fucking nature of how we exist. All of yeah. us will have those times where we feel like we're not, we're not doing enough. We're not as valuable. We, we run ourselves down like, and that yeah. equates to the doubt and you have that self-confidence, you know, like, um, Sometimes it can be the way we look, the you know what we think our ceiling is for what we can achieve. We all put so much pressure on ourselves as humans, not in streamers, but like self-confidence is a real, real motherfucker. You know, moment yeah. you can kind of get somewhat of a fucking a, a wrangle on that, you, you're ahead of the curve, man. Being comfortable it, in your own skin, you're okay. And you know, it's a it's a long battle. Guy. It's a long it battle. Is. As someone who has been at it, I spent oh, months streaming it's, to it's, one, yeah. two, three people. I celebrated. Get, I have yep. clips on my computer. I was looking at them the other day of me reacting to my 50th follower, my 100th follower. I have a video <laughs> of me having a mini speech about me getting 100 <laughs> followers. But at that point, I had been streaming for like a year. So like it took me like so long just to get to that point. And... There's so many days I where you. That, man. I have to repost that skin. I love this, man. There's so many days where you look at analytics and numbers for a stream, for a video. Maybe it was just your vibe for a day that felt off. And it's so easy to look at that and let it drag you down to give up and stop at that point. Because that's what it is for a lot of people. A lot of people get to that point where, like, they keep going and they hit a wall where, like, I don't know, maybe I'm not growing in viewers anymore, they feel. Or. That video did bad, so why should I pursue something like that? And the thing that gets people through is having that mental fortitude to keep going despite that. That next 100%. day, you mentally reset, start brand new, it's a new day, try something different, whatever it is, get you back I into mean, that, that rhythm. And it's a constant day. You sorry, can't, you, want... you can't do that alone, though. It's like no. goddamn yeah. near impossible to do that shit alone. It is. I promise you, I... you, you cannot do that alone, dude. <laughs> If you have a fucking 10 out of 10 day, three days in a row, and you don't have anyone to talk to, bro, that shit is over. Yeah, it gets you. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. So, like, with Ants or with, with, with uh, Scan, what they were just saying, like, Ants, you said it took you a long time to get some momentum, right? And Scan, obviously, same with you. The reason why I look up to um, guys like yourselves inside this space, because for me... A little bit older and i've just been around different industries and you know professional sports one thing i can identify with you guys straight off the, the rip is that that resilience right and here's the truth we all don't have the same path you know what i mean and i'll explain this eric sim can turn on twitch and like within a month he'll be a partner right bro let, let me tell Easy. you let Easy. me tell you so, so let me let me hear where i'm going right now, it took Scan seven years. It took me uh, two years, and I wasn't fully in on it, and then that's when I, I did it. But in this baseball space, I had played professional baseball, so to get to that 50 followers or whatever, people would want to come in and ask questions. So you, there's different ways to have cheat codes to skip. It doesn't mean all of us can't do it. The roads are just different, and people have to display different qualities to get there at whatever pace it is. Ants, Scan, display resilience. You know work ethic there's just no bend or fold in it and eventually they get there it's why i look up to these guys the most it's why i would pick them to be next to me in any situation because i know what they're made out of because of what they've displayed to get to where they are you know what i mean so you got to you day with you 
we had the conversation when the, the dugout was on and you and we were talking and all that time and you're like, oh, mangoes, I think I can get there. Blah, blah. I'm like, no, you, this is going to be a year. You're getting there. You're going to do it. All of us. You did call I mean, How many first. times I was like, <laughs> I said it to everyone in this same kind of scene. I'm like, we're all going to rally around you, Day, and it's your time to get here. You've paid your dues. You've worked hard. You went through some stuff that slowed you down, and you, and you got there. I mean, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm be honest. Without these two, it, it's not happening. Man. Ants and scan. I mean, and that's what I always think about as well. It's like, dude, at the end of the day, it's about the people that you connect with and the people that you support, and, like, you build it together. And I don't know, man. Like, any circle you have, dude, you got to build each other up you know what i mean like and then you get to that point bro and it's so satisfying to see scan and ants and all my buddies dudes everyone doing it on their own dude it's like you see them like you see this like you said you're like a freaking scout dude you see that point and you see there's it. so many people to reach that dude it's 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 inspiring look at dudes dudes fucking jumped train and went to mixer and had to start from scratch again. Think about that. He <laughs> fucking bet on a losing horse. Wait, 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 wait. I have not heard this and start I, again. I have, I have not heard this story. Is that true? He had to start it all over again. Dog, you didn't know this about Cole? Dog, he went over there and the shit, shit hit the fan. He was like right there, partner level over there, and it fucking had to start from scratch. No way. Oh, you didn't know this, fellas? Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you fucking guys don't care enough about your people okay. then. Get to know your boys. Oh, Fuck hey, me. hey, Mangoes, you said Come you didn't on, know I man. played baseball. Yeah, but you're a, go you're a goofy motherfucker in a banana suit. No one knows much about you, dude. I don't know. You could be a serial killer. We don't know. <laughs> you know, no. these are the things, the unique things about all of us and, and, and all the viewers that might be watching right now. And just know we all care about you guys. That's why we're very engaging in the streams, off the streams and DMs and stuff. Like, you know, we're all in shit together, man. We all have different stories and paths. Yeah. We've got the mixer guy over here. We've got the seven-year dude over here. We've got fucking ants. Right now, he's not even in the conversation because he's thinking about stub fucking sales and different <laughs> weird shit, how to, how to manipulate the market. This is the number one fucking guy that got everyone banned at the start of the year because he's yeah. on his stubs probably. <laughs> We got Day up there. He, he got banned in the corner. Day's right, Day 13 beers deep up in the corner. Fucking <laughs> tank. Like, oh, I'm having a good time, mangoes. Come over. Let's go have a couple stogies on the bench. And we got Al sitting here with the mustache. Like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> hey, I mean, I do, I do want to touch on something, though. Um, so, obviously, MLB viewership this time of the year starts to go down on Twitch a little bit. Less... Uh, less streamers start to go live wait so it went down a month ago fucking substantially more than last year in the same yep. month adding switch on top of the xbox thing you know what i mean so it's really gone down you know it's yeah. fucking i don't want to talk about the youtube twitch wars Continue. so so i would say maybe i'm taking advantage of less people going live me sticking to a consistent schedule and maybe that's why i'm starting to see these increases and in things, but it's so easy to get imposter syndrome and be like, well, what happens when everyone's streaming again? What happens Don't when think like that? Yeah. Don't think. No, like so that. well, first, Dude, first, let me back up a little no, bit. No, I'm, I'm no, in, I'm in a wait. really good headspace. Let me, I I'll, am in a wait, great I'll, headspace. I'm going to cut you off. I'll tell you why. 
because when everyone, when I, before I made partner, everyone started to slow down. I kept going. And in my head, I was thinking similar thoughts. Well, fuck, when the market's flooded again, everything distributes. It's an easy it question didn't. to have. It's a, it's a small, it was a very small change. But you need to utilize that. That's an opportunity. And I'm telling you, which I, you'd yeah, be so surprised. Yeah. Like you're a quality person, that opportunity, they're not going to fucking just throw you to the wind and be like, oh, there's another dickhead over here. That dude might not be as good as you. You know what I mean? Like, me and yeah. Dave had and, this conversation about this subject before. And yeah. what I've concluded with it is if anything, don't take it as a bad thing. If anything, it's a good thing because think about it. That in this dead point of the year where less and less people are streaming and less and people are making content in the game. This is your opportunity to make that connection with people exactly. right when the next game drops. Cause Establish that you'll connection. be the person that they know. Exactly. And They'll forget about the other people of. that haven't been, been added. The people that are on there on all the time on Twitch, you'll be that person that they recognize at that point. Here's the, and like, here, you know, here's the other thing that I have to say. I don't think it's communicate. It's not competitive as competitive no, no. streams as you think it is. Really. Yeah. People will vibe yeah. with you for you. And that's mm -hmm. what I think a lot of people don't understand. People will vibe for you for you. And those people are in my chat every fucking day, every stream, no matter what fucking game I stream, no matter what fucking trashy TV I watch at 2 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> they are there. Okay. So, yes. Dude, Al, the Al. And, and, me, and, and the reality is as well, we all share a lot of the same viewers. We've all got a lot of the same mods. Like, there is more than enough, like, time, you know what I mean? If you're, a, you know, a fairly me me medium streamer that has, like, enough hours every day that you do stream, it, 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 things cross over, but you're eventually going to build your market that strict, the core base that strictly likes what you do, Al, and Day, and Scan, and they're there every day for you guys, because... Everyone is not everyone's cup of tea. Exactly. That's fine. Yep. But then yep. there's still 20%. There's still 20% that's all of our cup of tea that will go from each stream. You know, like Horseman will go from mm -hmm. me, Thuni, to the other guys. Miggy will be with all of us and support each and every one of us. All these guys, like it goes around. Just become part of the community and you'll get the whole crew. will look after you. You know what I mean? It'll move around and... Um, I'm, I mean, you know, the big content creators will we'll all look after each other and, and help inspire and support all the other guys coming up. Al, you are super, super intelligent and, and analytical. And I understand where, where you're at and the way you're like approaching this and, and the way that you're thinking about it. But sometimes you just got to ride the wave. Like it, life oh, yeah, is going li sure. to come and give you massive valleys and massive waves. And right now you're at a point with your content creation and a point with with your with your streaming where uh, dude ride the fuck out of it and take that opportunity to grow and and make the most of it you know so i, I wouldn't ask the question of like what happens if this what happens if that like fuck that noise yeah ride Very ride the, ride oh, ride yeah. the fucking wave of everything that's coming your way cuz you deserve it and then fucking use an opportunity to just be that much better of a version of yourself and take care of that many more people that you come into contact with dude ride that fucking wave also, but hang on. What Cole just said is, I think you're thinking about the wrong stuff as well. You're thinking about all the what if negatives and not yes. the what if positives, yes. dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, so, what, if, what if all the people that you, you acquire, like, you, you grow that core audience in this time right now? 
what if you, you and like yeah. you you don't and, and I want to be clear don't feel wrong about it because everyone thinks this way like my brain thinks in negatives like this the exact same way yeah. like so, I'm at a point now where like, I don't think about those individual things but trust me at points I would talk with Day each night on Discord sure. and we would be like oh what's gonna happen when a new game drops after we've been streaming this time and all this stuff and it's all these different thoughts just go around your head all the time and I've got to a point now you don't mean anything. It's just brain overthinking and trying to find negatives. Also, slightly, the last thing I wanted was to, like, kind of gear it towards me. I was just, I'm trying to think of, like, hypotheticals just in general. Mm -hmm. So, like, I apologize. I definitely don't want to make it completely about, like, what I am doing and what I'm going through. that way. Okay. No, yeah, absolutely. For perspective, I had, at one point, I think this was at the end of MLB 20 or the end of MLB nine, uh, yeah, it was MLB 20 ish. I started to really grow in the latter part of the year. Cause same type of thing. Less people were streaming, less of the big mm -hmm. dogs were streaming all the time where people found <laughs> me through the Twitch directory. And I, I noticed that growth and I asked myself the same thing. And I found out like this is part of the reason why I eventually went full time is I had been growing at that point. And something in my head told me to stop playing the game, like streaming as much. Like something in my head told me to slow down at a certain point. And I slowed down and my numbers went right back down because I was streaming a lot less consistent. I was all over the place, my schedule things. And as I started to get back into it again, I was like, man, I wish I just stuck out making content and doing oh, all that during that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like a straightforward thing, but like. Those were the things I was thinking about at that time. Like, is it worth me committing to? Because I'm just going to not have as many people when the new game drops. And it's just like, those are the things that mentally slow you down. And like, best thing you could do is like when you, they're, they're logical things to ask, but it might sound a little crazy, but best thing you could do is try to drop those things out of your head completely. Because those are the things that make you want to slow down or change the pace of what your plan is. And best thing you could do is like, like for me, my, the thing that got me going was, Sticking to just the things I can control, like how much can I put in, how many hours can I stream, how many Control videos can I make controllables. a week. And my goals were always based on, I want to make it my goal to put out as many videos, to stream this often. And it, that was always the thing that I focused on, just accomplishing that. And as time went on of just mechanically doing that over and over and over again, it would start to drown out some of the negatives. And some negatives still linger in my mind when I look at analytics and stuff. but. Um, I, that the big thing for me that I've found to be most successful myself is just setting a, the, the controllables as the thing you focus on day in and day out and I, try to draw out the bad like I'm, that. Cause I, I, I found I some of those things. Thing, I think a big thing with some of that too, is kind of like when you have some of those questions and thoughts, the perspective in which you view them as well, because it can be easy. Like, you know, right now you're having success and you're having that growth. And I've seen people have that and then they get complacent. They think I'm going to have these 70 viewers, you know, next mm -hmm. month and the month after. And then now it's January and I'm at 70 viewers. When the new game comes out, oh, I'm guaranteed to have this much growth because the new game's coming out versus kind of the flip side of that where it's not a doubt of yourself, but it's like, okay, when three months when this new game comes out, I'm at 70 viewers now and there's going to be 10 times more streamers and so many more viewers. It's going to be more competitive. There's going to be more market share of streamers taking eyeballs, how do I continue to push forward my own content? How do I continue to um, change up what I'm doing? How can I continue to be entertaining and innovative and attract, and attract new people? So I think the perspective and how you view some of that 
helps out a lot as well. It is a perspective thing for sure. Right. It's, it it's, definitely is. Cause like we've talked, we talk about it all the time in an analytical manner. Mm-hmm. Like Dave and I would talk about these things when you were, when I was getting going just in, an, in a, we got to the point of talking about it in a more analytical way because you, we like, we would notice the things that happened. It would be like, wow, I can't believe like people's numbers were like this. Like everyone's perspective going into a game was, Oh, we're going to blow up right off the rip. And then we've discovered like, Oh, like the top bunch did really well. And the latter half had more work to do because those people that are watching it may have watched the bigger folk. So like some of these things are like definitely like it's, I agree with the answer. It's about the perspective you take on it because I think some of the things are worth studying and taking note of because for example, like if you look at that, that viewer decrease at the launch of the game that may be inbound. If you know, it's something that's normal to happen, then you could take the mental of like, okay, I might have a decrease in viewers this day off the rip a new game, but that's okay because it's normal to happen to other people at this point. Just got to keep pushing on and keep on working to grow that despite that, you know, like some people see a decrease from 70 viewers one day to the next day to 20 and just like they take it to the heart and it slows them down because they take it personally and they think they're doing something wrong because of that. But sometimes it's out of your hands. It's just how things go. So you guys got to take things in that analytical mindset yeah yeah you i mean trust the process man like you gotta trust the fucking process yep Yep. you just like optim be optimistic for one you know what i mean trust the process back yourself put it just put in the work like it's going to work out like it's gonna be fine and al is even the way I was thinking is exactly like I never had any of these fucking thoughts in my head because I knew that work always speaks for itself. Like yeah. it all is, if you don't quit and you're resilient, like it fucking, this is just real basic stuff, you know, but you know, you'll, you'll be in my opinion, Al exactly kind of similar to where I am right now. If you just get, get it right up here. You know what I mean? And believe. You gotta believe in yourself, put it in, it's it's gonna come to fruition, you know? Yep. It was weird, yeah. Weird I th- scenarios. I think it's all about like like I was saying earlier, it's just all about like trying to continue to grow and like what is that next thing? How can I do this better? You know what I mean? As long as you don't lose that, like I I genuinely believe this too, Dave. Every single year that this game comes out, I genuinely believe I wish they'd released the data. I believe that the game as a whole grows every fucking year oh, oh, in this absolutely. space. So if it's fucking growing, no doubt just in my fucking mind, forget that's true. about it. You know, forget about it. It's, it's you know, the people yeah. that identify with you are going to find you. They're going to be with you. The people that, and it's just, it's how it goes. You know what I mean? Like, like dude said, like what Scan said, you control what you can control. You forget about the rest and you trust the process. If you fucking put in the work and forget about all the shit that's out of your touch, fuck it. It's all good, you know? And what the fuck is that in the background, Al? What are we is that a about? llama? Is that a pink llama? Yeah, it's Kendrick. Kendrick llama. That is a pink llama? Jeez. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kendrick. Oh, Al, um, I actually want to... Cut the tension right. a little bit because this is some heavy right. stuff, but I appreciate all of it. Um, Al, um, can you tell me about your uh, Dundee Awards and your affiliation with The Office? Yeah, so, I mean, I live in Arizona now, but I was born and raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania. No shot. Um, yeah, 
I mean, would I, I don't think they put Scran on your birth certificate. They might. I don't know if I could, I could dig that up. But um, <laughs> people are going to roast me if I have any friends in here right now. I haven't seen the full run through of The Office. I have not. Where, I have not watched the show. Where have you seen until? You, you know what uh, I finished season two. Oh, God. Season I know. I have a lot of seasons. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I mean, being in Scranton, it's all like literally someone hears you're from Scranton. They talk about it. So oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't start watching the show until I left and moved to Arizona. But the whole Dundee thing was like, I'm just I am so appreciative of anyone that is willing to just stop and stream, spend some time with me, get to know me, share their life with me, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I need to think of at least something small that I could give back. Okay, so I'm from Scranton. I have seen Dundee episodes, and I was like, oh, shit, why not? I'm going to send a Dundee award with a handwritten card to the top contributor to, of the stream that month. So I just sent out the first one. It was actually a buddy of mine. He, uh, he helped a lot with the subathon and stuff like that. Um, I hope he's not watching because it was supposed to be a surprise. I don't think he knows he won it. It's Shoot. I shipped it out two days ago. <laughs> no, I don't think he's here right now. But uh, yeah, I sent him a Dundee award. Um, what are they called? The Funko Pops. They have a Funko Pop Dundee. Oh, so okay. I sent him that handwritten yeah. card, thanking him for all the support. I appreciate him off off stream, on stream. Just to, and I plan on doing that every single month. And it's the least I could do. I mean, it's literally the least I could do. I had Love to figure that. out something. Love so. that. Everyone else has good cool. stuff right there. Yeah. I think what we do at some point, man, we all we all create our own private slow pitch softball game like those big league content creators. We do it out in Arizona. We do it with dudes. We all go out there. Dude, I have been telling I've I I don't mean to cut you off mangoes, but I literally uh, so for what you guys may or may not know, I'm working alongside Trevor right now. I'm basically building out a plan where I want to bring like eight to ten baseball content creators to fucking the his Arizona facility and do like six pieces of content. One of them being a fucking streamer softball game against a real men's league softball team. Like that's just one of them. But mangoes, fuck I'm I'm there with you. I'm building it oh. out now. I I I I want that for all of us. Uh, that includes live I, ABs against Trevor too. So yeah, uh, yeah. best get ready, boys. Yeah, I saw that, that LA or whatever the California softball game. I'm like, you know what? I can get all these schmucks out here, and yeah. we'll all get out there. We'll we'll get to AZ, and uh, we'll find a way to get out there. And then I'm gonna get everybody from our little circle, and anyone that can make it out there, viewers that are big supporters of all of our communities. I'm going to warm up the old arm and I'm going to start blowing the gates off. No shot. <laughs> Let's oh, go. <laughs> Live ABs. I'm going to start playing long toss around November and I'm going to start trying to drop some 93, 94 on you clowns. Break some bats. Now, now Cole might be ready to fist a few into right field. I feel like he's a late jam guy over second base. <laughs> I didn't see you hit that change up though. You got Trevor Bauer's change up. He sped your bat up. I got, like, I got, I got, I got lucky. Let's, let's be honest. Up with an 83 mile Trevor... change up. Trevor is a very, very intelligent man. He knew what he was doing. He threw. He could have gassed me the fuck up. But he threw a two-two oh, yeah. change up to meet my bat speed, and I, I ran into one. It's it's all luck. But my career average is is five hundred off a of Cy Young winner. Okay, if anybody asks. That's Damn. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, how much fun is that? Uh, Dude, um, I mean, what's it called? Uh, I the the facility or just momentum in general? No, no, no. The uh, <laughs> 
We have one at my uh, facility too. Oh, remember. hit tracks. The hit tracks. Yes, the hit tracks. Yeah, that thing dude, is hit, so fun, dude. Hit tracks. It's, uh, so it's a fun. it's a love hate it's a love hate relationship. Love I've hate been, relationship. I, I've been burned by hit tracks uh, in the last episode of Pro V Show. I lost because of it. Yeah. But at, but at the same time, hit tracks allows for Eric Sim to not say that he hits a tank every time he fucking lifts one <laughs> to to the to, to left to the left side of the fucking cage. So we <laughs> we now have some at least some kind of quantifi- quantifiable data. Be like, no, that's not a tank. Um, Question. Yeah, dude. yeah. Question: When Eric and the guys went out and they tried to break the home run distance record with ten bats, what was the biggest ball that was hit that day? Do you yeah, know? I think I think the the record was like five eighty something. I want to say. Yeah. I think yeah. One uh, a softball guy. If you guys, if you guys. Yeah, if uh, Guinness was there, it, dude, it was tough for them though. The, the conditions were tough, and the the Guinness mm-hmm. wo- uh, world record people weren't measuring like actual distance, like projected. It was just based like Eric hit quite a hit. exactly not not projected mm-hmm. distance, uh, which is which is tough. But uh, yeah. if you guys watch Baseball Bat Bros, is a is a big big baseball content creator. He's got every every pretty much every person that swung versus like Eric's momentum's episode was more focused on the the main key points of content creators. But um, there's a softball guy in there that hit one like five seventy eight. What? Wow. Yeah, yeah, dude. dude. He, he seventy eight. Some of those softball dudes that are juiced up. Oh with my yeah. fucking lord! Yeah, <laughs> Top, just backspin. Exactly. Backspin. Exactly. On. Fucking believable, dude. Like it's That's almost dumb. like a Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of the I've seen some elite level softball dudes that are just they're, and, and they're, they're juiced. They're sti- they're, oh, they're all yeah. on the sauce and yeah. they just chop down on the ball on those softballs and it gets like the, the it's called the Magnus effect, right? So when you get a when you get any ball from a great height and you throw it and you slightly spin it the lighter mass ball is going to travel further out that way. And it's the same with a softball when it gets hit horizontally. It gets a Magnus effect and it rises. So with a baseball, when you throw it, the reason why a rising baseball doesn't exist is because we figured out that you need to throw a baseball with the seams and weighing this much. I think it's at 110 miles an hour is where the physics will actually allow the seams to Magnus effect and actually rise. The illusion of a rising fastball is guys... Prime Craig Kimbrell, when he was with the the Braves, it looked like it was rising, but it never did. It was still on a trajectory, slightly going down because of his arm angle, short arm. I mean, it, it appeared that it was rising, but you have to throw a baseball at 110 with a certain amount of spin rate for it to actually raise off the, you know, how many like how many years till we get there? Volleyball. <laughs> I know Bauer thinks that it's, uh, at some point there'll be a ball thrown at 109 miles an hour. It ain't happening. There's, and that fastball documentary no that says that Nolan Ryan threw 109. Yeah. No, no shot. No, no shot. Absolutely. No shot. No shot. And I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys something. There is a big thing where it's like, Oh, the new radar guns and the old radar guns. It's not the same thing. I'm in a Facebook group with former, you have to be a former professional in the minor leagues or the big leagues or a current professional, minors and bigs, to be in this group. A, a member of the, the Facebook group, and there's 15,000 guys in there, he went out and tracked down seven different radar guns. He got an old Jugs, he got a, a new Jugs, pocket radar, old Stalker, old Stalker Sport, new Stalker Pro, um, 
We had Rap Soto, and he had two ray guns from the 70s and the 80s. They were all lined up on tripods. Everyone threw fucking pitches, and they were all like one mile difference. So to say, like, oh, it's over the plate, or like, you, or you, you, your new Stalker Pro picks it up out of the arm at 105, but Nolan's was 100 over the plate, so it's bullshit. It was debunked, completely debunked. So forget that old shit. It's it's a myth, and that was broken on Facebook for all you baseball purists out there. Because the old, you know, dudes, when you're around Bauer and those other guys, they would talk about it all the time. The old school baseballers want to think that they were 10 foot tall and invincible. And oh, I threw 110 back there. You and your new juiced guns, not the same velocity. It's bullshit. Oh, it dude. Well, bullshit. well, same thing with uh, the, the longest home run ever hit, right? I think, I think it was like Babe they, Ruth or it was like, like no, whatever. It was Mickey. It was Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle at like 600 feet. But there's no evidence of it. feet yeah, out of Yankee exactly. Stadium. Bullshit. Exactly. If Giancarlo Stanton runs into a ball with like 118 <laughs> exit velo and hits it 500 foot, Mickey Mantle could be on fucking alien space source and he wouldn't hit the ball 600 <laughs> feet. He's fucking exactly. tripping. No exactly. way. And the illusion of back in the old day, like, no, dudes are on creatine, protein, fucking pre-workout. Fucking five percent body fat, six foot seven, and they're hitting balls on a good day, five hundred feet, and like, and hitting no fastballs coming in at ninety five yeah. plus. Correct. So I mean, not possible. Nah, no. Nah. I think the biggest home runs I ever really saw back in the day in real life were probably Maguire's stuff in game. He hit a ball like he was hitting. We all saw Hamilton hit a ball 528 feet in the home run derby at Yankee Stadium, right? That's a fucking, that was a shot. And they were all saying that he was the only person at old Yankee Stadium. Jeter said this himself. This guy, if he hits it just right, just left of the upper caroms, he might be able to hit it out of Yankee Stadium. And he got it down there and it was close, but didn't get it out. You know, like... I saw Maguire take Randy Johnson to left field and it was 515 feet, like way the, the fuck up there in left field. Yeah. 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 Just a that fucking move. That was and he, fucking <laughs> dude. Oh. And like, Big That's Mac one of the most is prolific like, home runs of all time. I don't even oh think that was measured. It had to be like 580 feet, bro. I think, I think some of the biggest that I, that I think were Projected distance, I would have loved to know what it was, but Barry Bonds hit one off Moose at Yankee Stadium, upper upper deck in right field off Messina. But he also hit one, we all have all seen it, where, you know, you've got, um, who was on the bench? It was uh, off Troy Percival at, at Angel Stadium. And on the dugout, he's like, that's the farthest ball I've ever seen hit. I think it was, who was it? Was it Gloss? I think it was Troy Gloss. But yeah, and that was in the playoffs. Percival, but yeah, those balls were prolifically hit, man. Or that Dominican dude that hit one out of um, Cincinnati Field, the right field. Or Christian Yelich that just hit a 500 foot bomb. Yeah. Shout out Yelich. That ball was smacked. That was destroyed. Yeah, that ball was fucking That crushed. was destroyed. Well, um, I just wanted to check in with all you guys. Are you guys, uh, you guys need to go? Are we good? Like, I do have a dog that is starting to get quite pissed at me. Yeah, I, I might, I might have to step away as well. I think I, I, I have, I have a wife that think, is starting to scratch at me. I think we should wrap it up. So, yeah. um, 
I don't know. I mean, do you guys have any final thoughts on the night? I mean, I, just, I was going to ask like, I, I, maybe I mean, any quick questions in chat, maybe? Just yeah, like any, yeah. If yeah, quick yeah, question yeah, or two. Q&A in chat. Yeah, for everyone that's been hanging out, which, I mean, I appreciate all you guys, man. Everyone that's been showing up, and also if you guys are viewing, uh, listening, uh, podcast, I appreciate all you guys for sticking around for so damn long. I, feel I like hope you had your popcorn out. Ever, dude. It's been three hours, so... Jeez, yep. I've had this a fucking a blast. Time, this is actually a Let's long fucking time to talk with you guys. Like, honestly, Let's go 10 like, minutes q and It's a mango yeah. effect. A- anyone have any questions? <laughs> we will <laughs> open up Did chat like for that? questions for the next few minutes. If you guys have any burning questions, let us know. Uh, otherwise, we'll close best, it out. Best question. Best question gets a, a sweet spot signed. George Brett Bull. I'll mail it out to you. Does that include myself? Can I ask a question? I was going to say, can I start asking <laughs> questions? I'm going to start that I'm flicking. You can't really see it, but this has got the entire 2014 Los Angeles Dodgers. It's like Kirsch, Matt Kemp. Really? D. Good. Is, yeah. Why are you playing around with yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you touching them, Because I got four of them. I <laughs> brought, grew up. That's that it, it goes, it goes, it goes okay. up in value when he touches it. You see that? This is, <laughs> did, you see what this is right here? That's a sweet spot Pedro Martinez ball right there. Hey, Holy Pedro! God. What? Jay, what? <laughs> Hang on, I'll see if I can get this. You. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet spot Pedro ball, see? Got the Cy Young inscriptions and everything. Oh, hang on. You ready? You see what, what this are says? What you talking about? That says Eastern League, right? So that's where my brother was playing with Pedro in 2009 AA oh, okay. in Reading. And well, I've got a bunch of these. He signed oh me, God. signed a couple for me personally. It said, "To Nathan, best wishes, your oh hero." Oh my Pedro. God! <laughs> wow. In the middle of yeah. that, dude. I got so much a... shit. I, I don't need any of this shit, man. I've oh got a Joe DiMaggio yes. ball Thank that I'm not you. doing anything with, but I'm gonna hold on to that bitch. You want my address, <laughs> Mangos? Uh, <laughs> Mangos. <laughs> oh we might, my. we might not get. The best question, but uh, Dave just got a fifty bomb dropped by none other than MLB Queen Jess. Yeah, that that might yeah. be oh. that might be baseball worthy. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, I Jess, cannot, that's unreal. I, I Jess. cannot believe what is happening right now. This is that. Oh my God, 50? Jess, you're a legend, man. <laughs> yeah, that is unreal. Hey, hey, oh my hey. God. makes makes it all worthwhile, right there, pal. Oh my there you go. God. That yeah, is that's awesome. what it's all about. That's what it's all about, my man. Jit asked me how do I time a fastball, but I have no idea what he's talking about. L question. Oh, let me, let me read some. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through. Some. Right, right, let me read some. some okay, someone so asked, "Will you market perfect, perfect plays as intended?" That's technically a question. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I will take this. I will take this. I am in the process right now of working alongside Momentum of creating a working as intended T-shirt. Yes. Um, yes. Oh my. I will okay. buy it. For those of you, for those I of you who are interested, I am so, working on it right now. I'm gonna cover a couple just here. So uh we got our we got Jit, uh Jojo, Mangos, who's the best player you've faced? Um I faced David Ortiz four times and I faced Mauer five times. I think they those two are pretty good. Um Yeah, so I faced I faced Ortiz. Um McCutcheon, you know, I think he's kind of mid, but 
my entire rookie year, I played against Jay Bruce McCutcheon, Johnny Cueto. We we're all 18 years old at the exact same time, playing in rookie ball in Fort Myers. Those guys were in Sarasota and Bradenton. But when I was down there, um, Ortiz was on a little rehab assignment, so I got to face him. Um, he pissed on a couple of fucking pitches I threw that got smoked. But there was no shift at the time either, so hit like stingers into the right center gap. Um, Mauer, I got Mauer out twice out of uh, five times. Same deal. Never hit a bomb or a double anything, but those guys are pretty damn good. Played with Didi. Didi was my Didi Gregorius was my roommate in 2010. Kevin Kiermaier was my roommate in 2011. Yo, do, you, do you ever play with uh, Trevor Plouffe or cross paths with him? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, Plouffe. Dude, I was talking. I was on a call, I was on a phone call with um actually the other day with Plouffe, and today I was on a call with Will Middlebrooks. It was his birthday, uh -huh. and uh, he was having fucking. He's doing great in the the baseball space, doing like uh, broadcast stuff as well. Will Middlebrooks. But, uh, yeah, Ploof was awesome. Ploof was our first round draft pick in 2004. Um, and there was a, we, I think we had like three supplemental first round picks as well. You guys don't know what that Wait, is. Was he a in, supplemental he pick. was in your draft class. Is that what you're saying? I was 2005. So, so I signed in, I signed after. in 05. He was the year before. year before. He was the year before. He was the year before shortstop right out of high school. They gave him a million dollars. I think 1.2 million. 2005, it was it was a guy named Henry Sanchez uh, was our first round pick, and he died of cancer five years ago. Rest in peace yeah. to him. Big first baseman. 2006, it was Matt Garza. So I played with like Liriano, Matt Garza. Damn. Those, those guys, yeah. So in instructional baseball, it was like me, Liriano, Johan Santana was down there. Um a bunch of guys at the end of the 2005 season. Kadaya, Jason Kubel, Tori Hunter. And I'll There's save a, for another uh, podcast stories about Alex. I'll, I'll save some stories about Alex Rodriguez and how much of a mm -hmm. piece of shit he is for the next, mm -hmm. the next podcast. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yep. Very, oh, very God. bad. He's my favorite player of all time. Oh, God. I mean. Don't come on. He, I think he's the best shortstop that's ever played baseball in the history of the game. I, yep. I say that, but I also know he's the biggest piece of shit to ever live because I just saw what he tried to, to do to players' wives. I say it's par for the like, course. A little brain teaser. A little brain teaser, huh? Uh, there was a question in here that I think is worth yeah. us answering before we head out of here. Uh, fa favorite here. baseball movie. Favorite baseball movie. Go, Al. You first. Oh, God. Uh, Sandlot. Okay. Makes sense. Smalls. <laughs> We'll go with the wild card just because I can. Uh, the rookie. Mm. Damn, Underrated. I like that. I Underrated. played with his son. I played with his son. I, his son's name was James Morrison. I played with him in 2009. Like the in actual Texas. player was uh, based off of? The movie was based off of? Yeah. He's a real guy. Left-handed right. pitcher. Made it a big league Tampa. His son. And his son actually signed with the Tampa Bay organization. But ended up getting released. And he was our closer in 2009 when his father was doing stuff with the organization. But yeah, yeah, awesome cool. family too. Uh, what about you, Day? Favorite movie? Uh, it's cliche. Uh, I probably, I, well, yeah, I'll just say Field of Dreams because it's probably the it's best. It's a good fucking pick, man. The best over, like, you watch it once and 
that's all you really need to watch it, bro. It's like life lessons Dude. plus baseball. Great movie. I don't care what y'all say. Make a meme out of it. I don't care. Yeah, it's Beautiful good. Movie. I fucking Beautiful love movie. it. I love it. Dudes? Dude, so I've got three that I really enjoy, and I'll try not to, like to, to spoil all of them. But uh, there's one that you right. one one that you guys probably haven't seen is a, a baseball movie called Sixty One. It's about Roger Maris oh, yeah. and, and I, Mickey I Mantle. Have that DVD. that one that that, that DVD, DVD like that's probably up that's there. That's a great one. Uh, another one that's probably more more commonly loved is Major League. Love and that movie. Uh, this last one. It's more of a rom com than it is a fucking baseball movie, but Fever Summer pitch? Catch. Oh. Summer oh, Catch. I was thinking, I was thinking Fever Pitch. Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for it. I fucking shouldn't be. Uh, but Summer Catch, I. I yeah. Agree. Jessica Biel. And or maybe I just enjoy enjoy Jessica Biel. I was going to say, maybe I just enjoy Jessica Biel. It's a little mix of both, probably. Scan? 42 for me. 42 is what I really Love enjoyed. That's a yeah. good one. For me, it is, I'm going to say two, and it's probably, Major League's probably right there in three, right? The three spot, but it's Bull Durham. And, um, oh, my God. Game. Just because yes. they're so real. Yes. They're real for me, and they're very accurate. I can't stress to you guys enough. That's that's really how the shit is. Yeah. Bull Durham. And obviously, all the movie, baseball movies are great, but those two. Um, at the big league level, the love of the game is very fucking accurate. The people that I've been around. Underrated movie, uh, around, A League man. of Their Own. Also good. Sure. Nah, oh nah, my God. Really. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Tom Hanks. I liked it. Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Dugan. Well, yeah. There we have it. Well, alrighty, boys. I know you guys all got uh, things to do, uh, and you guys have stayed well beyond what I ever imagined. Uh, this is probably one of the longest Stream Deck episodes, and 100% for good cause. So, um, but I appreciate you guys hanging out. And, uh, you know, you guys are all, I always say to all our guests, you guys are always welcome anytime, bro. At any any point, bro. Uh, it's great to get to know you guys. I mean, I know dudes, Major, I talked to you several times. But Al, um, getting to know you a little better has definitely been a great time. And uh, I wish you nothing but success in the future. And I know... A greatness partner, whatever it is you set your mind to, is on the horizon. So, I just appreciate all you guys, everyone hanging out in chat too. Thank you guys. I mean, we, I, I haven't even checked the viewer count, but um, you guys have been like crazy in the chat. So, I appreciate you guys. And anyone else that's listening on the podcast, if you made it this far, fucking salute to you guys. I love you all. And um, here's the next one. So, Appreciate all you guys, and I uh, hope you guys all have a great night. We're about to send a raid out, and um, yeah, thank you all. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good one, everyone. Bye, everyone. Peace. Oh, my God. Look at it. Oh, Mr. Toad. Oh, man. <laughs> man. That'll be, that'll be on Twitter by the morning as a response to some tweet. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking. You know, that's good. that is great. Bye, guys. That is fantastic. That is and that's gonna be everywhere. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs>